Let it out. Let it all out. Welcome to Craft Comics. My name is Jarrett Moore, and joining me today is Dan McHugh. Sorry, Rob. Today, oh yeah, today is June second, nineteen eighty nine. Uh, the internet doesn't exist, and neither do we. But we're gonna, but have, we're gonna some have some fun, fun somehow. No, I don't think so. Danny Mac, Jerry Moore. Uh, wow. We we did it. We we actually are recording a podcast this week. I can't believe it. Can you believe the thing that's weird to me is that the last podcast we recorded was before Combo Breaker. Yeah, no, it's it's weird. And that it's feels o- like a month ago. And it was over a week ago. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's kind of what's fucking me up a little bit is we recorded the last one Thursday before we left for Chicago yep. and yep. then uh, it's now Sunday evening, and it's late for us. Yeah, even on this on this is. Sunday night. So yep. um, everything's weird. It is uh, weird, but I, I I trust you to carry me home, to carry me to sweet sweet I serenity. Do. I always do. When you've had too much to drink, you just take you back, just yeah, tuck you in, tuck me in next sure. to Savannah, who's cursing. Yep, exactly. Like he's fucking drunk again, that motherfucker. I'm but you just do give me, you just give me a sweet, leave. you just give me a sweet kiss right yep. on the right on the forehead, and I just rock myself to yep. to sweet Betty by time. Yep, exactly. And I say good night, all. Good night. Walk through the door with a wink and a tip of my cap, mm-hmm. and I'm out of there. And you're out of there, because yep. you don't have to deal with any of the fallout that happens <laughs> after that. Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and any, everyone in between, yeah. uh, to another episode of yeah. Craft Comics. This is a weekly, <laughs> even if it hurts us, this yep. is a weekly yep. comic yep. book podcast where we talk about the books that came out last week. Uh, drink some beers and, yeah. and just you know generally have a good time. Yeah. Uh, the general format is that we uh, have a couple beers, some craft beers that we try, uh, and then we just sort of talk through the books that came out about a week ago. Uh, but before we do that, I always ask my good friend, my pal, my soulmate. That's me. Uh, Danny Mac, uh, how he's been doing, what he's been up to, what video games he's been playing, because yeah. this is also a video game podcast. Yeah, yeah. You can't, just you can't like, make up our mind. Yeah, just for the first, like, five, ten minutes. Yeah, so just bear with us if you're not a video game fan. Yep, yep. Uh, um, we gotta talk about this stuff. And movies. We talk about movies, too. Disgusting. But I haven't really seen any, so I saw we're one. not gonna talk I saw about one. this week. I yeah? saw a movie. What'd you see? What'd you see? Detective Pikachu. Oh, yeah! Have you seen it? No. For once in my life, yeah. I've, I've seen a movie that Danny Mac is not. Jerry is ahead of the cultural curve here. You know, it does feel good. I, I understand why you, like, kind of puff up a little bit yeah. every time I say I haven't seen that movie. You're like... Oh. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you're in for a treat, let me tell you. <laughs> okay, I interrupted But you, you liked it? No, I interrupted you. You go. Oh, yeah, I guess... I we'll guess talk about Pikachu. We'll circle, okay, we'll circle okay, back. Okay, we'll circle back. Yep. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch any movies. I've been, I've been honestly, just, like, doing a lot of things outdoors. Disgusting. I know it's not this is... something that we like to promote doing on this podcast. Not on a comic book podcast. Yeah, not on a comic book slash beer slash video game podcast. No. But uh, Outside, that's what I've been doing. Unconscious. You'll get skin cancer, Dan. I know. My <laughs> father has told me many a time. If you go outside once, son. Yep. He, yeah, my, seriously, my dad does tell me that, like, every... Does he really? Every, like, yearly, because he's had, like, two pieces of skin cancer, like, taken out Popped of his out. nose or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's... Anytime you see him in public when there is a modicum of sunlight outside, it is a, like, Indiana Jones-style <laughs> hat that covers his entire face, sunglasses, and just, like, white sunscreen. I was gonna just, say, like, does he have over. does yeah, he have the caked-on sunscreen on he, his nose? Yep, yep, exactly. So, uh... Bless but, yeah, him. But, uh, despite... 
my father's wishes. I've been rebelling against him, getting into the great outdoors, played some volleyball today, uh-huh. and uh, won two out of three games, and we went to the pretty good. MUFA, the ultimate Frisbee recreational all-star game on Friday. Did I see you there? Yep. I saw you there. <laughs> we hung out for like an hour. Yeah, I know. I, know. I knew I saw oh, you there. Okay, I was just okay. joking. I was doing it for okay. the viewers. Yeah, sure. We threw a Frisbee back and forth. Dan, of course, I sat next to you. I remember. Yeah, okay. Jesus. Great. It wow. was just okay. a yoke. I was like, was I was playing koi. Yeah. I was like, did I see you there? Did I, or was I just too wasted from Detective Detective Pikachu? I had one beer, Detective <laughs> Pikachu. Thank you very much. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. Oh, I've been playing some Red Dead Online with you and oh, yeah. uh, with some other people. That's a good time, and I feel like that's the perfect video game for me right now, because it's just, it's chill. You just like, whenever I'm sick of being outside or doing stuff, I could just come back to that and just... Relax just, on my horse. Just, just like, be outside just in a video game. Be outside, pop some gators to sell at the market, and cook at a campfire. You know. You know, I bet a bunch of cowboys got skin cancer, and they probably didn't have it removed from their nose. They probably just died. They probably died way before the skin cancer got them. But you're yeah. probably right. But yeah. the ones that didn't die of alcoholism. That was it. And the ones that didn't die of alcoholism probably got skin cancer. Yes. If they didn't get tuberculosis or regular cancer. Or any kind, really. Yeah. Is it regular cancer? Yeah. There's a whole gauntlet, you know what I mean? There's a whole bunch of different kinds. Um, I feel like that would encapsulate, like... I feel like skin cancer is regular cancer. Yeah, it's not. It's not the most regular, but it is a type of regular. I guess I should have said other cancer. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Dan. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Wow. Cool. Yeah, what have uh, you been doing besides Pikachu? So first of all, you liked the movie. Yes, it you was good. You thought it was quality. It was good. It's a, uh, it's a Pokemon movie that, like, if I would have seen that as, like, a little kid, I probably would have cried. And to be honest yeah. with you, I almost cried a little <laughs> bit. Uh, because it was just, like imagining it's like everything in my brain when i was a little kid mm-hmm. like imagining the world that i lived in yeah. being inhabited by pokemon yeah. and seeing them yeah like to scale flying around and doing like pokemon shit uh-huh like in the backdrop and everyone was just like oh of course you know what i mean because like, it's the world they live in it was stellar um i do think the back 25 percent of that movie gets real silly real quick yeah but um yeah, I mean the first. But it earns it, so that's fine. yeah. The first seventy five percent is is perfect. Uh, jumps the shark a bit um, towards the end, but eh, it's fine. You nice. know what I mean? They needed to like they needed some kind of stakes, yeah. and the stakes in this case were just like, wow, okay, that's a that's a <laughs> that's a big old leaper that you're doing there, but uh, that's fine. Um, and what else have I been doing? I played Red Dead with you. Yep. Fortnite yep. with Phil. Yep. Uh, I just got a game called. Um, Void Bastards. Yeah. I showed you a little bit before the podcast. It is super fun. Very fun graphical style. Yeah, very. And it's like comic booky, so it almost yeah. fits in the theme. Like the main menu, yeah. it just says like Void Bastards, and there's like it's a fake like comic, a... comic logo. It says like a buck fifty yeah. US. It, it, I don't know. It's it's real cool. It's like a number one issue kind of. Yeah, and in game, in game, it's like this kind of cell shaded, futury. Yeah. Um, it's like Borderlands, but more two dimensional looking. Kinda. Yeah, definitely leaning more into like a. A kind of comic, comic book, book yeah. art style and i think that that's super smart uh, i think that's a timeless art style yeah. i don't think like it'll ever look shit yeah. you know um and uh, yeah there's a lot of cool things that that game does visually too like um you're so basically you're like a like a, a space person on a on a ship trying to recover useless junk i love space people yeah and uh so you go room to room but one cool thing that they do um visually in that is they do the kind of con- comic book onomatopoeia thing um, mm-hmm. So if there's an enemy behind a door, it'll be like tick tick tick, or like a like a 
you know, stomp, stomp, stomp. Oh, and, and, and the, like, the words show, the words yes, pop up. Yes, the words up. pop yeah. up. And depending on what that is, you'll know what enemies behind there. So oh. you can be like, I don't want to fuck with that. Because yeah. you know what I mean? Stomp, stomp, stomp is yeah. like a big guy who like will mess you up, you okay. know? So it's cool. Uh, really fun. It's like, I think I got it for like 22 bucks on Steam. It's okay. like real cheap. Um, I'll add that to my wish yeah, list. Yeah, check that one out and then check out Outer Wilds. There's like a big sale going on in the Epic Store. I don't know if it's still going on, but they were basically oh, yeah. shaving 10 bucks off of any purchase that was $14 bought, or more. Yeah, I got... Uh, oh, yeah, that reminds me. I got to play that. I got uh, Hades. Hades. Oh, wow. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah. if that deal's still going. Yeah, so I, I got this Outer Wilds game. Um, which is like a exploration mystery thing that seems like right up your okay, alley. I think. Nice. I think both those games are right up your alley. Anyone cool. who listens to this is probably like yeah. pretty into that sort of stuff. So nice. That's it for me from the video game front. That's it for me from the movie front. Well, I guess should we move on to the beer front, or do you got uh, stuff on the outdoor front that we don't like to discuss? We don't. I mean, we don't talk about the outdoor stuff. Yeah. And uh, I played some spike ball today. I guess that's ooh, really it. Ooh. And I drank a white claw. A white claw. <laughs> nice. Yeah, they're okay. Yeah, they're like clarbrunes with yeah, alcohol. They taste more. They don't. They don't. Okay, clarbrunes are like tasty and refreshing. Yeah. I'm like, mm, mm, mm. when I yeah. drink it, you know, yeah. I'm like, mm, it feels yeah. good. You know, yeah. this is, tastes like a flavorless, a little more. This this has like a beery kind of mouth feel to uh, it, and I'm like, I'm not into it. Yeah, I, but yeah. it was fine. It's like I, I feel like it's the new thing for like weight conscious white people to drink right yeah in, in 2019 sure. which is fine yeah it's a it's only got five calories but it'll fuck me up i mean i yeah exactly i'd take one of those over those fucking uh like i don't know what are those uh mgd 64s no like the ices or whatever oh like the god off ice yeah shit at least and, it's like... not jam-packed full of sugar yeah that. exactly yeah, so like it, it, you know if if you're gonna pick something like that i think why not? Why not a White Claw? One of my favorite memories of White Claw was not involving me drinking it, but I was at the Slip and Slide barbecue party we had last year, oh, and well, one of Savannah's friends... <laughs> Before they realized what yeah. it was. No, no, no. She knew full oh, well okay. what it was. And okay. one of Savannah's friends, Taylor, she was getting... She was fixing to get white girl wasted. I think I remember that. And we had this um, this bowl filled with tequila-soaked watermelon. So yeah. it was like a combination of tequila and yeah. triple sec and watermelon. Yeah. And I just remember seeing her pouring the tequila from the bowl into her white claw. And I was oh. like, I was like, she's not fucking around, <laughs> that girl. So uh, she she stayed the latest. Uh, I'm pretty sure that my work friends gave her a ride home. It was incredible. So that was wow. good. Vomit or no? I don't think so. Oh, good for <laughs> I mean, her. I don't, yeah, good I don't know. Her. I didn't see the end of that story. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, she may have It couldn't later, have been but... great, but at least it didn't involve vomit at your house. Exactly. No. Yeah, exactly. No. Exactly. So that was good. Um, Wonderful. Yeah, I guess I guess we can. I, that's a good enough time to spend on kind of introductions. It's as and... good a time as any to talk about from vomiting White Claw potentially to the beer that we're drinking right now. Yeah, which is, looks a little bit like vomit. Oh, I mean... Uh, yeah now that you mention it yeah that's it kind, kind of, of unfortunate but you know it's fine it tastes it, it doesn't fine. taste like vomit that's for sure it that's for sure wonderful I it think. does um so this is craft comics this is going to be the meat of the show uh every week dan buys some beers and every week i buy some comic books we sit down we drink them we talk about them and we have a good time so uh 
This is the first beer that we're going to drink today. What, 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 what do you got for me, Danny Mac? This is a beer that you've had before, and I think it is. recommended to me just several days ago. Yeah, I think so. Um, this is the Reflex from Microphone Brewing. Okay. Microphone Brewing is just outside of Chicago. I really like that place. We stopped by there on the last time we were coming back from Chicago, because it's like kind of on the north, like as you go out of Chicago proper. You can hit that up on the way back to Wisconsin if you are from there. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's a really cool spot, and apparently they're canning at Octopi in Wanakee, so that's awesome. Yeah, that's nice. Which is why we can imbue these delicious beverages. Imbibe? Imbibe. Imbue. What, what does are that we mean? Oh, imbuing yeah. Imbuing like, is like where you like... meaning to or something? Or like, or like uh, infuse with an essence of something. Yeah. Like you Im- we, could imb- we, could, we could imbue this We're beer. We're imbuing this beer with the essence of jerry's tum i was gonna say or my balls oh okay we're not doing that. no we're not doing no, that. Not, not yet no not yeah we'll see where the night no goes. one wants that maybe once we get to that uh the third thing where we have to pick which beer we like most then yeah yeah no absolutely we can jerry's balls in it but Abs- for now we're absolutely. not going to uh but this is a yeah it's called the reflex it is a fruited pale ale with strawberry lactose and mosaic hops from microphone brewed and canned at octopi brewing in wanakee uh, but yeah, I really like this beer. Yeah, it's, what you... uh, it's it's like a milkshake IPA, right? Yeah, a milkshake hazy so. IPA. It's definitely more on the tart side for for this kind of beer. Um, it's sweet. Don't get me wrong, but I think that the strawberry yeah, you're actually right, kind of lends like a tartness yeah. to it. Uh, it's not it's not like overwhelming or anything. It's no. just not super sweet like you might expect a milkshake IPA to be. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, it's it's definitely. I would say like it's it's super thick and yeah. that probably makes it feel a little more like sweeter too. But it's yeah, it's definitely like on the sweet side. But yeah, there's a definite tartness to it too. But on yeah, the front. I really like it on the front, right? Yeah. Like so, it's the front. Uh, I'm not gonna do the pretentious thing where I talk to you about the aroma, the taste, and then the aftertaste. <laughs> We're just gonna say it's beer, yeah, and leave it at that. And what more do you want? What more do you need? You fascist! <laughs> I bet you must be a snowflake. Yep, if one you, of those. You're one of them's. Uh, if you talk about beer, if you talk about beers that aren't that that have fruit I just, in them. I just gently brushed Dan's <laughs> Dan's knee as I leaned over to like pick up my beer, and it's like Jerry knows when he starts talking about slow, snowflakes and fascism Ooh. that it's go time. It's go time. I got a little excited. I'm gonna take a sip, so Dan's gonna solve for time. All right. Well, yeah, I really like this beer. It's got a nice, uh, a lot like the other hazy IPAs that we've been drinking. It's some nice hop forward presence, you know, but it's not a lot of hop bitterness on the back end. Yeah. So what I think it does is it hits you on the front and maybe that's the tartness that i think that i'm getting yeah you know it's the mix of the of the hop which my brain thinks of as like bitter bitter right and then also the strawberry yeah because that's the two flavors that really lead are like the strawberry and the hop yeah and then it sort of yields oh if you will oh there are layers to a slight sweetness okay yeah Mm-hmm. i get yeah i get get what you're saying i can't i can't tell you what the sweetness is because i'm not i'm not lactose well, no, I mean, like, what flavor of sweetness? Oh, okay. Uh, it it yields. The bouquet yields to a wonderful feeling of a warm fudgesicle left on the dashboard of your car for six weeks. Wow. Yeah. That really paints a picture. I hope it does. Yeah. It's a good beer. I like it a lot. It doesn't paint a picture that's relevant to this beer at all. It does. Dan. But... <laughs> it does. It does. It does. And you but can't deny me because okay. the, everyone's okay. perception okay. is reality, Dan. Wow. wow. There's no, nothing is objective. Nothing. It's just everything. 
is our, you know what we need we <laughs> you know it. what we need dad is we need objective journalism that's that's what we're gonna bring to this comic completely book. objective yep. opinions yep. of all of these comic book reviews we have literally never read or seen any part of culture so nope. we are a blank slate blank slate absolutely we have no uh, obviously you guys know this about us but we have no personality yeah. no emotion yeah uh no will to and keep going very little memories very of yeah our past <laughs> few. I actually the second we walk out of this room we forget everything <laughs> that happened in here so it's like a it's like a weird you take turns like tasing each other until actually, I don't know how we, Dan blurs. how did we get in here uh you know maybe we've always been I know we've brought this up on the podcast before but maybe we're just like this is just all that our lives have ever been and we've just been podcasting for eternity and we have false memories implanted in our brains okay that's you know? fine yeah. um shit though we should come up with a name for that for that uh I, like a certain like a like a french word i feel like it needs to be that, a like, french multiverse word. theory i'll I'll, th- I'll think on that and get yeah, back you, to you yeah. sip on that um you sip on that so i think that's pretty i think we've beaten that beer to death huh yeah we're talking about multiverse <laughs> uh things uh any last words on the beer it's good uh yeah, I really like it. It's it's very drinkable. I'm almost done with it already. Yeah, me too. So we have four books. We have three <laughs> books. We have three books that we need to get through before we can have our second beer. So damn, let's but make this fucking quick. Realistically, we could we could just like pause it at any time and just leave, and we'd come back and stealth edit that shit. And the y'all would be none the wiser. Never know, Dan. I would never mislead our <laughs> listeners like that. I've never once cut out a rambling piece of bullshit <laughs> nonsense that you were talking about. And due to Jerry's expertise in audio editing expertise the listener would never be the wiser of course of yeah. course yeah that's that's the magic of cinema we'll fix it in post yep. ladies and gentlemen <laughs> exactly. that's what we use in the biz that's what hollywood's built its model around that's what sold all of dc's like film production we'll schedules fix it in post. Yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah and when that doesn't work uh we'll blame ben affleck <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. rip <laughs> all hail our pets all hail who's our pet Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. He's the new yeah, Batman. can we talk about that for a sec? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, we probably should. We can meme on it a bit, but I don't think that it's a bad casting call. I think it's a good casting call, I would go so far to say. Do you think he's going to have a fake American accent? Uh, I mean, he did he, for Twilight, right? I don't... I've he, never... Did he even talk in that movie, or did he just sort of glower <laughs> and then it's glisten? It's a great question. I've actually... I've seen him in a bunch of movies, but he's always had an American accent, okay. which is kind of weird. I've seen... The only thing I've seen is Robert Pattinson is interviews with him talking about Twilight. And, and I kind of... he li- hates it. Yeah, and I kind of like the guy. I yeah. was like, he's funny. You he know is what I mean? funny, yeah. So. And he's actually a pretty diverse actor, too. Like, everything he's come out with post-Twilight has been, like indie shit that's very heady right probably because he was desperately trying to pull (laughs) himself away from that can i i'll take any movie i can get with a decent script and or director attached to it it's like how it's like how rupert grint like desperately (laughs) needed to do that weird farting corpse movie Oh, you mean Daniel Radcliffe? Yeah, was it Rupert? Swiss Army Man? Wasn't Rupert Grint the dead guy? No, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, Daniel Radcliffe was, the... was the dead guy, and Paul Dano was the. Who the fuck lead. is Paul Dano? He's the guy from like Little Miss Sunshine. He's a really good actor. Is he not uh, Rupert? There Grint? will be blood. No, he's definitely not. Does Rupert he look Grint. exactly like he him? Looks nothing like. Rupert okay, but Grint. Rupert Grint did that. Okay, well, one he did that one movie about like Captain Underpants or something like uh, that. That was pre Harry Potter, actually. Was it pre? But he's in a uh, a Crackle original TV show right now. Oh fuck now. yeah! It's a it's a crackle original adaptation <laughs> of guy ritchie's snatch sure 
and uh, so he's in. That's what he's doing now. Hey, you know, good for you, Rupert. Staying, staying on that grind. Yeah. Um, Emma Watson is very smart, so she's in um, Beauty movies, and the Beast, and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was in. Beauty she's getting that Disney money. She's getting baby. that. Uh, yeah. She's she's rolling in that cash. Um, Daniel Radcliffe is my favorite out of that cast, though. Like he's doing some weird, like Swiss Army Man. No, yeah. N- who the fuck <laughs> told him to do? Like he must have he seen did that, that shit script himself. Himself. And he's yeah. like, yeah, this this is for me. I'm picking this. Fuck you, publicist. Let's Fuck let's try to retread back here to Robert Pattinson being okay. cast as yeah. Batman. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But one brief aside before we do that, we could have. I, you know what? I wanted the guy who played motherfucking Rob Stark. Oh no, our no? is better than that guy. Really? In, in terms of like oh, acting okay. ability, I think so. I, I would. Like I think guy. it would be fine. I like that guy. I think it'd be good casting. But he's like, a good, he's a good. He's a good boy. But I think our uh, is a better. Yeah, actor. it'll be good. I don't understand. I just like. I fucking. There's something about like rabid comic book fandom that yeah. just makes me so angry. That would have uh, been a good pick, though. You know, the, yeah. Rob Stark, that would have been a good pick. All right. Hey, you're coming yeah. around to it. Like, I'm yeah. thinking, like, the bodyguard. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. He's all I started thinking about the Rob proper. Bodyguard. Yeah. And he was a great actor in that yeah, show, yeah. too. So, yeah, that, that, that's a good pick, Jerry. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, but no, it's between Arpats and Nick Holt. Who the fuck is... Okay. We, let's keep going. Let's keep going. I can't keep on asking these questions. And, uh, yeah, Nick Holt is the guy who played Tolkien and Beast in the new X-Men movies and... Um, Tolkien was in the X-Men movies? No, Tolkien is a new <laughs> biopic that he starred in. Uh, he's a really good actor, too, but he didn't get picked, so it's our path. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. I'm I think. on board. And yeah. Matt Reeves is directing, the guy who did the Planet of the Apes movies. Oh, yeah, okay. And those are really good, I think. So I think, and now there's talking about extending his Batman movie into a trilogy. So I'm down with all that. I yeah. think it, it all sounds good to me. Dan, will we, we be witnessing the birth of the DC <sighs> Cinematic Universe? I mean, God. you know, they're, they want it. They, they, they want, want it, it but yeah. they're also like acting like they don't. They're like, this is going to be a self-contained storyline about Batman being the world's greatest detective. And but also that the viewers haven't really seen him in before. But also let's get Gal Gadot next to him for some photo ops. Oh, no, I, I, I don't want any. I don't want any of them to be in there. I don't want I, I like Gal Gadot. I like Wonder Woman. Wow. I, OK, and, chauvinist. But I don't want I don't want Aquaman or Wonder Woman. anywhere. Oh, God. Yeah. Movie. Keep fucking Jason. I, Jason Momoa. Great actor. Aquaman, bad movie. I mean, Jason Momoa, great actor, is even a stretch. He's probably not a good actor. No, he's fine. Mood of my stars. Yeah. He could, okay, don't listen to this. Jason Momoa, if you're listening to this, uh, that was Dan who said all this. You can kick his ass, not mine. Okay, thank you. Yeah, that'd be fucking terrifying. Dude, he would just literally flex on me and then I would die. He is a terrifying and attractive man. Terrifyingly attractive. You know, you've got kind of like a little Jason Momoa beard. All we need to do is, like, you know, put you on like some stilts, you know? That's the nicest thing you've ever said. At about 12. 12 inches to your uh hair <laughs> body uh give you some some big muscles and some cool aquaman tats you'd be just like jason momoa thanks man that's, absolutely that's real nice of you yeah thank you um but yeah that's I mean, that's welcome. how i feel about the batman casting i think it's a good call wrap I think it up it's, it's tough for people to get around the twilight stuff but uh i, I think once yeah they i just see him, it's been be fine it's been 11 years people yeah, let's get over it he's allowed to move on yeah like yeah that that movie was trash and yeah, he he already feels bad for making it. He, he felt bad. Hates it. He felt bad for making it while he was making it. Yeah, he's like he's like I, one of his favorite my favorite quotes of him. He's just like, yeah, I don't do anything. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like it's just he's like, what do I do? I look at the look at her and like glower. Like, she's, yeah. like, he's like, what does she what does she see in him? Yeah. So but funny. like, put yourself in his shoes. If someone offered me hundreds of millions of dollars to play a vapid vampire, right? I would do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Easy. also kick off your. He's like, well, you know, I'm not gonna like it, but it'll kickstart my career. Which you know? it did yeah absolutely so i mean people can poo poo that shit all they want yeah. it's like it's what it is is it's just angry 
old yeah. dudes who are like eh, they still think Twilight's relevant. Yeah, that's well, the thing is they're like Twilight. Yeah. I remember that <laughs> yeah. from I remember that from when I, I was know, that's aging. The book that all the teens are reading these the, the days. The teens with a TM. Yeah, when I was thirty three, that book was that book was out, and I don't like it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's that. Uh, our Pat, you have our you have our blessing. Go you have forth. our support. Go forth and make some dope Batman shit. Jason Momoa, don't come kill me. Uh, yeah, Gal Gadot, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Never say a bad word about Gal Gadot. Not yeah, on this exactly. podcast. Um, let's, let's talk about some books. Huh? Yeah, I think we've it's about stretched time. this shit out to twenty five <laughs> minutes. So because uh, there's no bargain bins, I'm gonna just That's like true. I'm a I'm gonna tickle you guys with that little knowledge nugget. Uh, we didn't think that we were gonna record this week. Uh, we Lo and behold, we pulled off a miracle. Yeah, we did. We absolutely did. Uh, it was a busy week for both of us, and I just think that we fucking saw too much of each other yeah. last week. It was um, a busy, busy week for Danny and Jerry. Super was. Super, super, super was. And, like, Frisbee starting next week? Holy fuck. Yeah. But, hey, I might be able to start getting you the books on Thursday. Oh, they yeah. don't need to know this, though. So we can just we'll keep, take that offline. keep this gravy train rolling yep, with yep. the books. The uh, books. Well, there's some really good books this week. Yeah, Actually, we big name event books yeah and i gotta say some surprises so uh we'll kick this thing off with dc and we'll kick it off with possibly the biggest surprise of this week for me yes i agree for me personally and that is batman last night on earth number one and this is written by scott snyder with art by greg capullo jonathan glapian on inks fco placentia on colors and Tom Napolitano yep. on letters. And why I say this is a big surprise is because a few weeks ago they ran like a promo for this. And we I think we even talked about it on, uh, the, on yeah, the show. Yeah, we did. And it was bad. And it Well, I mean, but that's in here. You know what I mean? It is. But it was just a weird part of this book that didn't really actually matter a whole lot in the crux of it. right? And it was a complete misdirect also. Right. And so maybe it was clever, but I don't think it was clever because we. I almost didn't buy this book right. based on that. I think that it was bad marketing yeah, more than um, anything. Like, show me the shit that we see, the babies, you know what I mean? I would have yeah. been like, ah, yeah. all right then, you know what I mean? We'll get to the babies, Jerry. We'll get to the babies. So, so um, Dan, how about you? You, you're, you're Jonesing. You love, you love Greg Capullo, you love Scott Snyder, and this yep. is kind of their uh, farewell adieu to Batman, correct? Which, well, yeah, they say that. They say that every time. They said that uh, Batman Who Laughs was their last Batman shit. They said uh, their Joker arc before Tom King took over, they said that was their last Batman shit. So I'm skeptical, but that being said, uh, so yeah, Snyder and Capullo, they were... They were taking over Batman before t- our man in the CIA, Tom King, uh, took over. I read a lot of his stuff and thought it was pretty good. Snyder. Um, yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, so yeah, Snyder and Capullo. Yeah, th- I thought it was all pretty good. Uh-huh. Um, Jerry hasn't read much of it, but the stuff he has read, as he has hated, he read uh, His- Justice League, yep. which was done by them. Anything else come to mind? It was. I don't even think Justice League was done by Capullo. I think so. Oh, okay. It was written by Scott, Scott Snyder, Snyder, and it's Ivan Reyes, I think. Okay. Okay. Oh no, it's not Ivan Reyes is Superman, but it's another guy. Um, and the art was not the thing wrong. With- yeah. 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 I agree. So. This is under DC's Black Label, which is for their mature readers, and uh, it got some, it got, it had some uh, press, I think, like, I don't know, like a year ago or something, because they showed Bruce Wayne's dick, and everyone fucking freaked out so much oh, that's right. that they that was... retroactively censored it. That was Batman the Damned, I think. Yeah, it was, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Batman Damned. Jesus. That was so, so that was a bad start to this label, so now they're coming out with this Batman Last Night on Earth, which is kind of a concept of uh what would happen if in the future superheroes lost the world is destroyed 
um, and Batman carries the Joker's head around in a lantern and kind of stalks it, looking for trouble. Looking for shit to fuck up, yeah. basically. He's just doing the Batman thing, because that's just all he knows how to do, right? Yep. So, in the first part of this, the thing that we saw as a teaser and hated was, like, they did the thing where the person... <laughs> he, yeah, just a frame, Danny Mac just closed his eyes, <laughs> exasperatedly began to brush the hair out of his face, and was just like, they did the thing, and I, I know you guys can't see it, but I'm trying to paint a picture, because it was lovely. Uh, yeah, they did They did the thing where the main character wakes up in the hospital, and it was all a dream! So you in were this crazy case, the whole in time. In this case, the, all, the, all the dream thing was that, oh, Batman's just a dream, Bruce Wayne actually killed his parents, and he's coming out of that uh, dream living in a mental institution. Right. And and then, like, he's, he's like, what? No, I didn't kill my parents. And then Alfred, th- this part was really poorly handled. It was super weird. It yeah. was very bad. And then it, 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 it was nice because it was a misdirect, but it was also not nice in that the misdirect made zero sense. So <laughs> Alfred, uh, yeah. Alfred kind of pulls him... Or he he figures out that it was all a ruse by Alfred, and Alfred was trying to convince him to not be Batman so that he could just live Bruce Wayne's life. Yeah, this is where things get a little bit wonky, because this Bruce Wayne isn't our Bruce Wayne, it's a fucking it's a clone, clone of Bruce Wayne, because... The origi- this is in the future. Right, the original Bruce Wayne um, created a machine that would make a new Bruce Wayne every time he died so that every yeah. generation would have his own... That's pretty... So that every generation would have a Batman. That's the most egotistical yeah. fucking batman yeah. thing he's like he's like you know what everyone needs me forever yeah. <laughs> no one will ever be oh my God. i thought that was pretty clever actually the thing i really didn't like it was about very much it, on brand for yeah sure. it was yeah. yeah the thing i really didn't like about it was so <laughs> so alfred's solution to help like guide this clone to just be his son basically was to put was him to, into a mental was institution. to put him into a mental institution <laughs> and convince him that he'd murdered his parents <laughs> So that he How can just have a that? have a nice rest of his life, yeah, Dad. Yeah, so you can live so out you, your life. You in don't peace. have to worry about being Batman when you murdered your, your parents, parents and you're in a mental institution. It's, it's flawless logic. It's simple. And also, how is Alfred still alive? He should be ancient, but he's a hologram. Yeah, it got weird. But yeah. I, you know what? I didn't dwell on it. And yeah. honestly, it didn't it, really bother didn't me that last much. That long. So th- and it that was, was gracious. It was kind of sweet in its own weird kind of way. It felt like a Scott Snyder sending off his Alfred. Yeah. You know what I mean? His yeah. version of Alfred. And the, the way that Tom King doesn't write Alfred at all. And um, from what I've gathered from Snyder is that he's very fond of Alfred. Yeah, it seems that way. Um, so there was this nice little moment at the end where Alfred is basically just like, he's a hologram, but he's like, I, I really just did this because it was selfish. for It was for Alfred. Yeah. At the end of the day, he just wanted to raise this boy. But actually, Alfred is still alive. The part of yeah, him that ta- was a hologram was... his head or something? Well, he hologrammed himself to look younger so that Bruce didn't know how old he was. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's so I don't... Yeah, it's uh, a But anyway, weird. so he tells Bruce that the world's gone to shit, and Bruce is like, I don't care, I'm going in anyway. So he claws his way out of Wayne Manor, which is under like a sand and do now this part starts to get pretty dope and he yeah this part was really cool so they do a good job world building like the apocalypse i think because he gets up he finds a lantern that's filled with the joker's head that animates and talks to him somehow they don't explain how it happens that's fine with me yeah it's a head in a jar it's like futurama don't think about it yeah so they explain so they uh explore a little bit and they find like some green lantern ruins and this was really fucking cool i thought the green lantern ruins come alive with like green lantern babies 
that start trying to murder them. And all of these people, the thing is, like, all the Green Lanterns died. So there were a bunch of Green Lanterns lying around, and people just found them and picked them up. But people can't wield, like, Green Lantern power most of the time. They have to be, like, chosen or whatever. You have to have, like, an extraordinary amount of will. Right. right? So these people are basically just husks being, like, fed off of by the Green Lantern light that are just kind of living on their own. Yeah. And they turn into gigantic babies that go and beat people up. Yeah. So they they fight those, and then they uh, encounter Wonder Woman and Poison Ivy and uh, Supergirl, it looks like, yep. who are hiding out from the apocalypse on Gemworld, which we saw in That's Young a, Justice. Yeah, right? Young Justice. And yeah. this is where I'm starting to get confused as to, like, is this canon or is this not canon? I th- what is oh this no yeah. black label isn't canon you don't think it's canon but they're in gem world and that's what i got so excited about because that that's a well, yeah gem world is a thing in the dcu oh is it yeah. i thought it was a I, I thought it was a young justice um makeup no i think it's been a thing i'm okay. not positive on it but it sounds familiar so well, then that's I, what I, I made a squeak of delight for nothing yeah well it's still cool yeah you know but yep. uh but yeah i think that's the whole point of black label is it's outside of the main dc continuity and they just get to do stuff and, and they get show, to do wacky shit they get to show bruce's penis and, exactly and say except shit. not really <laughs> yeah except not really you know that's too far and then say shit americans aren't ready for batman's dick yeah well no they did say, joker says shit in this and that's why i was like is this like a this is oh, a naughty book yeah this is yeah. a naughty book yep where's ex- my penis yep exactly yeah my well, favorite my favorite part of this um was when poison ivy picked up batman and the lady is with is she's like wait why are you dressed up like batman wait yeah. pamela is this the real one and she just like looks over her shoulder and slaps him <laughs> i was like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's that him funny. baby <laughs> um so yeah, that was that was cool, and it it sets it up. They're like, yeah, the world got destroyed, and there's this guy who took over the uh, east coast of the United States, who took like some power from Dark Side, and he's he's got the he's got the um, the anti life formula, the anti life the anti life form- equation. That's a huge thing in um, Mister Miracle. Okay, yeah, it's, it's a big new, thing. That's like new I know that a lot of uh, Dark Side's yeah, power. That's new god stuff. Like Dark Side is one of the new gods, right? uh scott free big barda dark side i'm pretty sure dark side raised right. big barda and yeah. scott free that sounds right scott free scott what a name what a fuck and he and his whole thing is that he's a magician and he escapes things it's yeah and it's, he gets off scott free so man. then of course since wonder woman mentioned that guy bruce just like and they're like we're gonna hang out here and you should help us with this cause and of course he leaves instantly he's like i'm gonna find this badass on the east coast let's yeah. fuck them up their their great plan is to uh open a hole to hades and then take every like the hundred thousand people yeah. who are still alive down to hades. ever into into hades and then close the door behind them yeah 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 so that's, well, that's something the thing the only other thing that i didn't like apart from the uh first bit with the mental institution was the reason for how the world ended it was pretty weak yeah they, it was it was lex luther told the people that like you've he basically gave a speech saying it doesn't really pay to be good we should all just kind of be selfish and just get what we want so then people like believed him and then murdered all the heroes and then murdered all the villains and then the world ended yeah it's It's like that's pretty fucking stupid pretty pretty like yeah i mean whatever i mean that's kind of like batman's worst fear right is that is that evil like the people that he's fighting so hard to protect like there's evil there you know yeah it's just like too edgelordy for me and also not realistic at all right superman would have just liquidated most of them yeah Yeah. or yeah or something or like people just would be too lazy to do any of that or like maybe just like maybe we just take a step back and like don't be cynical maybe people are like well i just don't want to 
kill I just everyone. don't want to kill everyone. I have yeah. a I have a kid. And... <laughs> it's like how many times has Lex given that speech before, and it just suddenly like took off this time? Like, yeah, being good does suck. Wow. Yeah. It's the whole idea is that he's just like, hey, yeah, I know that you'll you like everyone is like tells you to be good, but have you thought about have being you thought bad? About being bad. And everyone baby. was like looked at each other at the same time and was like. I'm into it, daddy-o. Yeah. That yeah, was weird. <laughs> yeah, so that was uh, that was really bad, I thought. But they don't dwell on but, it too much. Yeah, and maybe maybe like, maybe like it's some anti-life equation thing. Maybe it, they at needed the end of some the d- excuse to create an apocalypse scenario. Yeah, at the end of I the think. day, does it... Like, I mean, but like that's the thing, is like, why do that whole thing about actually everyone sucks and they're evil at their hearts when you have a but bad then guy... But also, on... there's a bad guy on the West Coast with the anti-life equation. Exactly, yeah. why not just have him? You're the anti-life equation, it's self is like one of the most powerful things in the entire universe yeah. it could feasibly destroy heroes you yeah. know what i mean so, so yeah I, I don't know who fucking I, cares i didn't like that part about it but it the the rest of it i thought it was pretty cool it and was super the fun cover for the next one looks dope it's got bane and scarecrow uh, scarecrow's got like long uh syringe filled like fingernails yeah. and shit it's i don't know it looks badass i'm i i think it's a cool setup it's pretty dope i thought this was i as much as we ragged on a couple parts of it i thought this was pretty good yeah me too yeah, yeah definitely i would give it a strong four i'm gonna give it a four point five wow. out of five wow. i was only, i was gonna give it a five but there's there's a couple weak parts um yeah but i was, i mean honest to god i came into this thing just yeah we thought it. it would be trash we yeah. thought it would be real bad yeah. so it was a delightful surprise we yeah contrary to popular belief we actually do want to enjoy the things that we pay money for well jared does i do yeah. and maybe that's why i enjoy them more than you it's because <laughs> I, I pay for them and you just shit all over them wipe your yeah. butt with them exactly uh that was a big boy that was a yep. large lad um i want to say like almost like 90 pages yeah maybe not the largest lad though but not the largest lad because next up we have superman superman i almost said superman 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 leviathan rising special number one this is written by a lot of people drawn by a lot of people but we're going to get through this okay yes this has been written by brian michael bendis greg rucka matt fraction and mark andreco Greg Rucka did a hell of a run on DC's Wonder Woman 1 through 26, I want to say. Matt Fraction sounds familiar. Don't know him. Uh, Mark Andreco did some okay Supergirl stuff. That Greg Rucka uh, Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman, was that after... Uh... No, it was 1 through 26. It was Rebirth. Okay. I read those. Those were really good. Those were super good. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. Absolutely. Um, and then it was drawn by... Yannick Paquette, Mike Perkins, Steve Lieber, Eduardo Penseca, and Julio Ferreira. Yep. Uh, colored by Nathan Fairburn, Paul Mounts, and FCO Placentia. And lettered by Dave Sharp, Clayton Cowles, Tom Napolitano, ALW's Troy Petieri, and Simon Boland. Woo! Those are some names. Those are a lot of people. And it makes sense because this is a big book and it's like three different it's, parts. Yeah, it's basically three issues. So let's talk about each one separately. And I'm struggling to remember how this begins. Oh, yes. Yeah, so Clark Kent. Okay, no, actually, it's, it starts it's a off, little bit before yeah. that. So there's a lady. Yeah. And this is action comic stuff. And we haven't been pulling a ton of this. But she's like basically learned how to run... Um, metropolis yeah that's the one run okay. metropolis um it like a, run a crime syndicate in metropolis that oh, okay. is literally home to a person who can hear 
anything. Yeah. <laughs> so she's got she's got rules. You never yeah. say his name. You never yep. say kryptonite. You never yep. talk directly about killing people or harming yeah. people. So she's basically she's the smart one. She's extremely intelligent and she was she is cornered by our big bad of the leviathan leviathan himself in a store and they talk about hypothetically how you would kill superman yeah and she kind of gives this sort of um answer that's kind of like well you know every villain wants to do it flashy yeah they want to take the credit they want to they want to not only get him in the trap they want to brag about the trap and then yeah and then he's like well she what you need to do is it's a bear catch him in the trap and kill him immediately yeah that's what you need to do and then she also makes some mentions about going after the soft targets mm-hmm. and she's like now what you're probably thinking is lois lane she is not a soft target yeah. like she'll i fuck really like that characterization. Like she will she will fuck you up she yeah. is like she, she she's like not only has she been impossible to kill or like really use against superman in the past but also she is a massive award-winning journalist with the power to publish anything to the national press at any time she wants to. Right, and her dad which is, is a really like, good point. And her dad is like the army general yeah. man, so, so it's there's like, like no, a lot she's of factors. not a soft target. So <laughs> don't why, be stupid. Why are you doing this yeah. over and over again? Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was a, I. I liked that a lot. It was like this kind of the way that the tension between. These two characters was very good. I, I liked it. I liked it quite a bit because yeah, their their interests are actually sort of di- like different. A little bit. I I think they're more aligned than I don't know than she thinks. Yeah, maybe There's... she thinks that he's there to kill her. Right, but um, he's just fond of her. But she's yeah. Much, I I honestly think she is much smarter than him. It's it seems like it, but he seems pretty smart too. Yeah. I, at least, but yeah, it's hard to tell because it's still pretty early on. So basically, it's after good yeah, it is good. Um, but after that, which I thought another thing, a twist that I thought was pretty cool. So Clark Kent gets kidnapped and not really super. They weren't after Superman. They yeah, were after, after Clark. Clark Kent. And he's like looking at, at them from, uh, Lois Lane's, uh, apartment or whatever. And he's like, oh, there's some guys in my apartment right now. And she's like, what? And it's like, yeah, there's some like SWAT guys yeah, in my she, apartment. My, my right favorite now. is she gets like a little jealous that they're not trying to kidnap her. Yeah. She's like, wait, kidnap you? <laughs> that's so funny. And he's yeah. like, should I let myself get kidnapped? Babe? Yeah. yeah and, that's funny. and she's like, yeah, I guess. And, and they make fun of him, his inability to like lie or act. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. And uh, so then he's like, all right, I guess I'll go get kidnapped. So he dresses up as Clark Kent, goes into his apartment, and gets tased by these guys. But he's like not convincing at all because it doesn't hurt him because he's Superman. He's like, oh, ah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're like what 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 happened uh, <laughs> uh, do it again <laughs> yeah it's really funny and then they like knock him out quote unquote and bring him back to where talia al ghul kidnaps him yep and then straps a uh a, a kryptonite thing to his chest because yeah she's like well you're superman's friend he'll come get you and then he'll come and get you and you'll be covering kryptonite so we got him but i she knew that actually clark kent was superman so it's wait fine. she she totally did. She did. I yeah, don't think she, she did. She totally. They they make a comment about. Oh, they her. do. Yeah. Later, that. when they before the the fucking Leviathan chucks her out of the 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 thing. Yeah. She's like, so you so you brought the alien and tortured him. You know what I mean? Oh, she yeah. knew that it. I mean, there's a, there's even a moment where she looks into his eyes. Yeah. In this, and that's that's the moment where, oh, like, okay, you know, I in, in my opinion, right right here. Yeah. She takes she takes his glasses. She puts his glasses on and looks at him. You know what I mean? I wonder why she'd even bother lying about it then, though. She thinks it's funny. Okay. You know, she doesn't want to tip her hat that she knows that it's him, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. She's Talia al Ghul, man. So then uh, Superman's buds come to save him, and then Leviathan is super 
pissed off or is that later that's later but okay. it's okay we can talk but, about yeah, that yeah leviathan's super pissed off that she kidnapped him because it's violating the law or like the rules that he just went over with that woman basically it's right. like oh let's kidnap him and play games and shit it's like no we're not about that talia and it turns out she was actually just doing it so that she could make a play for all the leviathan plants instead of this guy who's heading it and then he throws her out of the window into superman's arms into superman's eager awaiting arms yeah and then he takes her to prison presumably. uh we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the wonderful jimmy olsen comic oh, man, that happens so in the good. middle of this so the, good the art on this is just it's like out of an old timey like archie, archie comic yeah. Uh, but it is it is super wild. So Jimmy Olsen wakes up naked in a bed in Las Vegas um, with a woman who he got married to, who turns out to be an intergalactic um, <laughs> space pirate, space or pirate gem thief or something. Mm-hmm. And she keeps making fun of him. Um, she's like, wow, you're really muscular for such a scrawny guy. And they like get married in Vegas because they were wasted uh, on gr- Gorilla no, it's, Champagne. No, it's not Vegas. It's Gorilla City. Oh, yeah. They get wasted. Gorilla in, City. Yeah, they get, and then, oh, my God. And so they get, they get hammered off of Gorilla Gorilla Wine. Yeah. yeah, Gorilla Wine. Oh man, I have to read this quote. Stall for time, talk about it. Okay, um, what's the quote about? It's, is it the it's one about, about the how none of this champ- is going to make... Okay, oh, yeah, here yeah. it is, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh... Oh no, I haven't found it yet. Okay, there's Keep a talking. really there's a really good one at the end here where, where Jimmy is like talking to this cat and he's like, yeah, there's a lot of crazy just ha- shit just happened, but at the it's like almost fourth wall breaking because he's like, at the end of the day... No one's going to remember this or talk about it because I'm Jimmy Olsen and, like, none of this is going to matter. It's, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. really fucking funny. Yeah, that was really funny. So here's the part. <laughs> They're, like, both waking up completely hungover. And these two panels, I thought, both had hilarious lines in it. So the first one's like, oh, that's a weird name. Okay, hey, congratulations, Mr. and Mrs. Jix from your friends at the Gorilla Grand. He's like, oh, I took your name? Oof. <laughs> yeah, oof, oof is and good. Then, uh, and then after that, she's like, boy, that Gorilla Champagne's no joke, huh? Oh look, they put that exact phrase right on the label. You know what I just <laughs> noticed in that panel is the is the painting above their bed of two gorillas making out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so it's, good. It's real good. This, this was is, a funny comic. This is an actual gorilla city. I I think they're like gorilla grods, like intelligent yeah. friends or yep. something like that's that. A, it's right? a it's a flash. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, this was just super funny. And then there's like, like an outer space yeah, cat that who vomits blood. blood everywhere. It's her cat, and she like lives. Leaves it's a stray. It it's a stray it? cat. Yeah, she oh, says okay. she found a stray cat on the roof. It's a. He ends up being a green lantern or a red lantern or something. Holy shit! No, it's that one guy's cat, Atrocitus's cat, because he's a red lantern, right? Do you know Atrocitus? No. He's a he's a green lantern villain, and one of the last when when Clark Kent gets rescued. Um, Jimmy Olsen's like, and I guess this cat is a lantern or something, and it's oh. like the cat like flies, and he's in like a little red lantern suit. Oh, it's, okay, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I think Atrocitus does have a kitty cat. I know this. Much. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> he even has his like. Oh yeah, look <laughs> he's at got that. his little, his little like lantern a, outfit. Yeah, That's, he's flying. Man, I love that. What an incredible thing. So yeah, that was that was a joy. That was a pleasure. Yeah, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. Um, five out of five for me. Uh yeah, same actually. I thought that was great. Start to finish. Start to finish. It was a lot of fun. Um, so next up in the last book for DC, we have Heroes in Crisis number nine, last book in the series nine of nine, written by Tom King with art by Clay Mann, Tomo Mori on colors and Clayton Cowles on the letters. Dan, would you like to take this one or do you want me to? Uh yeah, we could talk about it. I would like to get a beer first. No, we got to talk through this. Uh, Come on, bud. We got one more. But we're not doing bargain bins, so we're not going to be able to do the third beer thing then. Okay. Am I right? No, we got next week's pull list. Okay, fine. All right. Let's do it. Baby boy, you'll be fine. 
I am not going to be fine. You know what? No. You know, I want your head in the game. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, we are going to take a pause. I'm going to hit the pause button Perfect. on my recording software. A little look behind the, the magic of cinema. <laughs> uh, and we will be right back with another beer. Yes. Ah. Uh, we're back. Back. Um, yep. Back. Back. Dan um, insisted. He begged me. He got on his hands and knees and he said, like Jerry. Jerry. Daddy need Danny needs Danny needs, Danny needs some more milk. His sweet sweet juices. <laughs> he needs the fluids. Will you give me the fluids? And I said yes, my son, my sweet baby, boy. my sweet baby boy. You will have your fluids. So we went up and got another uh, beer. Danny, yeah, want to talk got about fluids? Uh, yeah. So we've got a double dry hopped hyper color New England IPA Blech. from One Barrel Brewing in Wisconsin. Uh, so yeah, this is a brewery that. Uh, We've been kicked out of before. Yeah, we have been kicked out of there. <laughs> we don't play this shit. We were playing Tyler the Creator, and apparently the bartender is not a fan. Wasn't a big fan. Hey, yep. buddy, if you don't want me to play music, don't have a fucking jukebox. <laughs> yeah, and after that, we played Kendrick, who is like universally known as probably the best rapper alive. Yeah. So it's like, what? it's what not just us. We're not playing like that much hooligan shit. It's not meme rap. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not Lil B. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're playing Lil B, we, I would, I would see, understand. I'd that. see myself out. Yeah, I would, I would understand that. Um, but yeah, so this is uh, from Sunny Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, my acquaintance actually brews there now. He's the head brewmaster. I don't know if he brewed this or not. What a stud! Um, but he does make pretty good beer. So I'm, I'm cautiously like moving back into one barrel territory uh-huh. because I know he can make really good beer. I don't really like most one barrel beers, to be honest. Yeah, I think they are aggressively fine. And occasionally they make pretty good uh, barley wines. Okay. Um, barley wines are a tough one to do right, I Yeah, feel like. and that's what's weird about it. I feel like they nail the hard ones and miss the easy ones. So, I don't know. But we're going to it... give this one a try. I feel like if there's anything that they can't fuck up, it's probably a hazy IPA, right? Yeah, yeah, that's and true. Maybe oh, my and buddy this is a New England it. IPA. I forget New England IPAs are hazy. Correct. Okay, before we dive into this, Dan, one barrel has a Kolsch. Yes. Does anyone enjoy drinking Kolsch beers? Uh, I like Kolsch beers. I don't like that Kolsch beer. They smell like farts, and I don't understand why anyone would want to drink them. Yeah, that's just like a lager taste, though. A it's lot a of... sulfur. It smells like egg- eggs. Yeah, a lot of lagers taste like that. They Especially like, like German lagers why? and stuff, too. Uh, it's the diacetyl. Say, that's the yeast, baby. That's the yeast, baby. Thank you. Okay. Yep, yep, now yep. we can talk Now we can talk about this beer, now that I got my fart choke on it. All right, well, I'm going to take a sipper. Yeah, take it. Please do take a sippy. Um, And I wish... Oh, I remember the joke now. Dan made an incredible joke while we were reading comics earlier and i hope he remembers it because i told him you need to use that shit on the podcast yeah i do remember it you do good excellent we've made eye contact yeah this is an okay it's it's no it's aggressively fine yeah it's still it's still it's it's kind of sweet okay and actually despite the fact that it says it's double dry hopped i don't taste a ton of dry hop flavor from it i don't know it's like yeah on 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 my ranking of hazings hazies it's still like it's good. It's still good. It's yeah. good. Yep. It, it's it's just like on the rank on the tier, the hazy tier. Yep. This is probably mid mid to low tier, I would say. Probably mid tier. I'm trying to figure out what kind of hops these are. And definitely on the juicier variety. So I'd guess like something like mosaic. an Amarillo, Mosaic, Citra, Citra perhaps. Um they don't say that, do they? No, they don't. It's definitely sweet. 
Yeah, why uh, is stuff sweet? Well, I mean, hazy IPAs in general are kind of sweet, right? Not really. I mean, like, milkshake IPAs are sweet. Yeah, but so hazies, you don't add as much bitterness, so you get... In- you also don't add lactose, though. Right, but because there's no bitterness there, yeah, that's the sweet true. comes it's through. It's more a little malt forward, right. yeah. All it's missing is some fruity pebbles. Yeah, someone please, pebbles. Someone please send me the pretty pebbles. I've tried everywhere. I Gary's can't find them. Gary's been looking forever, and I've been looking for him. I'm jonesing, and I don't yeah. know, even know why. I don't even remember loving it that From, much. From uh, Deckard Brewing? Drecker. Drecker, that's Drecker. it. That's I keep it. on finding all their other stuff. Yeah, um, me too. But yeah. I cannot find pretty pebbles. Can't find that pretty pebbles. So if anyone <sighs> out there has some pretty pebbles left for old Jerry Moore... You send him his way and he'll make his day. Jerry Moore is a little sad about this. Yeah. My, my, also, my one thing about that beer that I wish, I wish it was blue. <laughs> and I don't know why. No, I get that. Yeah. It's, it's more like cereal color. I like the the font and stuff, but yeah, it should have been like blue, like like or, Captain Crunch's fucking Or hat. it should have been like, like pick one of the Fruity Pebbles and try to make it that color. You know what I mean? I don't care if it's the red one or the orange one. Or, or just the make the whole one. can like the the pebbles color i don't know oh like make them like all pebbly yeah yeah that'd be cool that'd be cool that'd be real cool what could have been what could have try not to think about that well i mean it's still it's still starting a trend as i said before fruity pebble beers are a thing now cereal beers are a thing now so well probably i'm I'm sure there will be some breweries i'm here for the gimmicks baby pour them down my throat give them those gimmicks give me them gimmicks um should we talk about some books no let's talk a little bit more about this beer um do you have anything else to say? No. No? Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try to say anything and anything about about this beer. It is a uh, hazy IPA, a New England IPA. Yep. Um, from... Uh, <laughs> we already covered One that. Barrel Brewing Company. Yep. yep. And, and, it's, and it's fine. And it's will... better than fine. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's. I would feel it, it did come in a four pack, which I thought is pretty weird. I feel like this Ooh, would for be, a twelve ouncer. Yeah, I would feel. I think this would feel much more at home in a six pack, like crushable six packs of yep. this for like uh, nine bucks or something like that. Yeah, for and sure. And I think that this a four pack of twelve ounce cans that's a bit fucking stingy. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know how much it costs. God, either, I hope it, it was, wasn't more than seven dollars. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, Heroes in Crisis. Yeah, Heroes in Crisis. Baby. Do I need to e- introduce this again? Because I already wrote, I already uh, said. It, Let's it. do it again. I okay. mean, like you don't have to read all the words. Just like you know, all the words. All you the don't names. have to read all. The- I will. This is Heroes in Crisis number nine of nine. The final issue. Who killed everyone at Sanctuary? Well, we found out that. We found that out last issue. How will they possibly get out of it? We find yeah, out we in found this issue. Yeah, yeah. And uh, who did this? So it's Tom King, Clay Mann, yep. uh, Tomo Mori on colors, and Clayton Cowles on the letters. Dan, yep, that is correct. This is for you. This is for you. This, this is, is your for book. me. This, this is, is your my book. book. This, this is, is my book. Yep. I was said two weeks ago that this was the best, uh, I think, comic that DC was putting out. And I disagree with that. But that said, this was a pretty okay issue. I thought I wasn't there for the review of last issue. You did not like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I didn't like the reveal. I didn't like that it didn't make any sense. (laughs) And it's it's like Wally West killed Wally West. Uh Uh-huh. And he framed Harley Quinn and Booster Gold. Uh Uh-huh. Because he needed more time to kill Wally West uh-huh. and then bring Wally West's corpse into the past uh-huh. to warn everybody. To complete the loop. To complete the loop. Yeah, so he he panicked, killed everybody, and then... Um, Out of, like, depression, because he has to hold the speed force in at all times, and in a moment of weakness, he let it go. It accidentally killed everyone. And he felt so bad about it that he thought he would atone for that <laughs> by leak by leaking... 
all of the information about sanctuary. every about sanctuary to the public so yeah. that people might his logic's a little loosey, but at least you understand the motivation a bit more in this one. They they do explain it a bit where his he, a little bit. He thinks that hopefully that by seeing that even the strongest people, your superheroes, your <laughs> Superman, your Batman, suffer and struggle and are weak, uh, and, and and that they can still fight against these like urges to hurt people, and maybe like someone who is struggling with that will choose to get help, like the heroes are getting help. Yeah. Like if Superman needs help. He gets it, and that right. means that, like, like literally, bum fuck <clears throat> Joe, Joe Blow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if he's th- <clears throat> sad and thinking about going on a mass shooting rampage or something, maybe yeah. he can go and like not do that and get a help from a psychiatrist or something. So here's the two issues with that, Dan. It's fine. It's not fine. Okay. <laughs> here's the two- here's the two issues with that. I'm, I'm, I refer to you to document A, Dan, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen of the court. Dan is handing Jared a document. Uh, <laughs> It's filled with Tom King and crossing out his name, written in blood. Oh, God. No. No, a, come on. No. <laughs> we don't need to have death threats on this podcast. Yeah, no, that's, a, was, that's for a different, that's a different sort of podcast. Yeah. So, the, yeah, I thought this this was a fine wrap-up. But, yeah, the, the issue is that with that is that, one, like, the whole reason that Sanctuary was made, it's like, all right, we need heroes to deal with our with their trauma. And the only way they can do that is in the with a super secure place like Sanctuary. Yeah, sure. So now the heroes have all been convinced that they do need therapy. And Wally West just leaked all of their therapy to the entire world. And the whole reason why they, the therapy thing was like controversial in the first place is that like people don't want their heroes to be flawed human beings because then it makes them more scared of like them being just people and not being infallible right because people can lose their tantrum like their shit in in a moment like wally did yeah in a moment of weakness and kill a bunch of people yeah. like wally did yeah um, and that's terrifying when you have literal gods walking among you right? exactly so, so uh, that's pretty fucking stupid and the second thing is that it doesn't connect to the murders like why are those connected at all why is wally west leaking all the sanctuary and going on this crusade to like show everybody what heroes think connected at all to him (laughs) accidentally murdering like 10 people and having to cover up for himself by framing harley and booster i'm not saying it makes sense yeah i'm saying it wraps up fine the thing is when you have a mystery like this kind of i don't know i that's the thing like mysteries very seldom stick the landing right yeah you have all these threads that are hard to tie up but that's also kind of a cop-out to just i'm not saying i I, okay i'm i'm not saying that i completely forgive it for anything like that you know what i mean but like to me i am willing to overlook the last two issues of this because one through seven were a fun ride they were really good yeah so uh, overall on this series i would still say it's good but like before last issue, I would have said if, if it stuck the landing, it would have been like great, phenomenal, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it's just like, ah, uh, they didn't stick the landing. It's still a fun ride. They still do com- some cool stuff, but yep. it doesn't wrap up. Some very of the well. best, some of the best Batgirl, Harley, Ivy writing that there's been in a while. Yeah, for sure. And no. the vibes are super cool. The, yep. I like the Boost, part... Booster and Blue. Yep, yeah. Booster and Blue. The interviews themselves yep. I thought were pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's just like, and in this issue, they they do a pretty good job of. It's like Wally has to kill Wally, and then they decide not to. 
um, because he's like, well, okay, I, I don't want to kill I don't want to kill myself. I don't want to kill me. We, we're really just struggling. We really just need some help. And they're like, oh, well, how will we get like a body to bring yeah, back favorite, and yeah. close our loop? A speed force clone. Yeah. And then yeah. Booster Girl's like, ah, don't worry about that. We'll go to the future, Booster, get a col- clone. And- Booster's speech about time travel was the fucking best. He's like, yeah. he's like, oh, you guys are thinking way too hard about this time travel <laughs> shit. He's like, you just gotta, you just gotta close the loop, you, baby. Yeah. He's like, clearly you haven't fucked shit up as yeah. much as I have. Just close <laughs> the loop, baby. It'll be fine. Everyone's like, wait, how do you, what are you? He's like, don't worry about. <laughs> <laughs> it. like, it'll be fine. I, I thought that was really good. I thought that was funny. And then, but yeah, something that doesn't really bother him, but is also an inconsistency. It's like, okay, so they go to the future. They get a clone of Wally West. They then murder that clone and burn him and then take him to the past. Well, maybe he was never alive. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know. It was, it was, it had a good reunion. Clones with is Ivy. people's too. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was a nice one. It had a good reunion of Ivy and Harley. It had a sweet, like, thing at the end of booster and blue beetle hanging yeah. out and booster just being <laughs> just like the best bro of all time you know i was thinking about this while i was reading it and i was like if we just if like imagine if you got all these panels right yeah. just imagine these last panels right yep just imagine if there were different words on this how good would this have been you know what i mean yeah like I love that shot of Booster and Blue, and Blue Beetle, Beetle drinking, just beer, drinking beers on the couch, and then Harley and Ivy walking together yeah. in the forest. It's so nice. The it's, art is so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Start to finish. I love I, the hay fields. They never get old. They've they been, do. Oh they've my just God. like the whole. Hey Clay, man, thing. if you want to draw a hay field for the rest of your life, yeah, like, just do it, baby. Uh, this is my blessing to you. Yeah, it was fucking. I don't know. I so, also thought it was a little wacky that they like Ivy seems to be a little bit crazy now. She's like, how pleasant to see you. Like, and it's all wavy and stuff. Yeah. Was she not always? No. She's, okay. She's, I mean, I know, like, in doctor, most, right? I know, you know, like, in most uh, novels she wasn't, but I don't know if, like, Tom King or whatever. I think it's, like, a product her of her like being, that. like, reborn or whatever. And slowly getting back to whatever. So, yeah. I think we did get right. a double dose of Poison Ivy. Yeah. Which you don't see often. Yeah. And, and it's I, always welcome. It's always welcome, and she was dope. Yeah. I, I do like the bit, like, where they were cutting to each person and showing all their, their shit, you know? Yeah. And hers was like, yeah, you've done some bad stuff, and you'll be haunted for it for the rest of your life, and no one will ever forget. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah. And she's like, no matter how much good you do, you yeah. know, like, you, you will always be remembered for this, and no one will ever really trust you yeah. at the end of the day. And yeah. Like, it's like, that's true. Poison that is... Ivy hasn't really been the mainline villain in, like, how many years? No. And, but she's still the rogues gallery, baby. Right. Yeah definitely um, but yeah so yeah what would you uh, i guess yeah who wants to rate first me or you i can rate first um this issue i would give a three and a half me too um but the series as a whole i'm gonna say i'd give it a five not really just because of writing uh definitely not just because of writing but like art character moments i just i love the stuff with batgirl and ivy harley and or sorry batgirl and harley harley and ivy Booster and yeah, Blue, Blue Beetle. Beetle, like I just good character interaction. The, the, the ragtag crew saving the world. Yep. The, the shit with Wally West. I think there's 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 some poignancy there. You know what I mean? I don't think it's masterful. I don't think it's brilliant. But there's something about like him being this this symbol of hope that something else. You know? They, yeah. They created. He survived this multiverse calamity. But like, yeah. Everyone wants to hold him up, but he yeah. can't fill that. You know what yeah. I mean? There's something there. I really do think that there's something there. But at the end of the day, it didn't. It didn't stick the landing with the mystery. Yep. I didn't love the decision to make it a murder mystery from the beginning. So yeah. there's a couple things, but yeah. overall, five out of five. Nice. I, I know that it's. It seems weird for me to like rag on it, but like, yeah. There's just there was way more awesome. You shit. have no choice but to rag on it when I rag on it, though. Yes, yeah, true. Unless you choose to defend it. 
Yeah. yeah. Grab your shield. <laughs> uh, this is war. We shall do podcast battle. We shall do podcast battle. Jousting. Verbal jousting. I would give it a 4 out of 5, the series as a whole. I would give this a 3.5 like you. You piece of shit. It's a pretty strong 4. It Fuck was like you, damn! The, the art was so good, but yeah, the God, man. No, you're like, right. That's fine. If you set up a mystery and you can't, and the answer to that mystery is not good, it's it's it I, sucks. It I, sucks. I think to me that like the mystery of who done it was such like I didn't I didn't give a shit from the beginning. So like the uh, fact that it didn't pay off was like eh, whatever. Like to me, it, it was all the small I cared the I small cared. moments, the vignettes, the 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 nods to all these obscure DC characters. You yeah. know, it, it was just too cool to me. But, it was hey. really cool. Yep. So good. Good it's on you. It's a fitting end to a good, not great series. <laughs> good, on, good on you, Mr. King, for trying. Yeah, um, it's uh, yeah, that's a, it's kind of too bad because we know that he's leaving Batman now. Yeah. Um, but he is not totally leaving Batman. He's, he's yeah. There's a we haven't talked about this, have we? Uh, we talked that he wasn't going to complete it. So right. Tom King was signed on for a hundred issues of Batman, and as we've been reviewing it, we've been fucking hating it. So it, it they haven't been great. So. He announced that he is no longer. He's leaving at eighty five. He's leaving at eighty five. He's not finishing his run, which is kind of a big deal. Um, so we thought it, we, it was because of you know them sucking, but it might not actually be that case because now he's branching off. He's not writing Batman uh, comics proper, but he is writing a new series of Batman and Catwoman. Yep, Batman and Catwoman. He's also penning the script for DC's yeah. Old Gods movie. Yeah, New Gods. New Gods. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. New Gods. Um, so, so that's he, interesting. The New Gods are. Uh, he wrote a very good Mister Miracle twelve issue miniseries, so it's like right in home. Um, and yeah, that's the New Gods. Yeah, New Gods movie that is coming out yep. in the DCU or whatever. Yeah, and there was a real cool Twitter thing. You know, you remember the Dark Side is. The dark side is kind of like, oh, you know what? I don't think you're reading comics. It was like right around the time that they announced um, Doomsday Clock. Yeah. And they announced Mr. Miracle. And then like, so like one day out of nowhere, you would just be flipping through any DC comic and, Uh and there would just be a big two page spread. Oh, it was just, it was just a, it was black with the words dark side is written in text. And everyone was like, what the fuck? And so like, it was like. In this, like, kind of like real iconic kind of like text and what things. What do they like, mean? Uh, that's what that was the whole thing, and I don't think oh, it's okay. actually. I don't think it's actually paid off. Ultimately, oh, it right. may have paid off. It may have paid off in Mister Miracle because mm. I never finished it. Okay. Um, but they they he tweeted this thing out. Um, I'd say like last week, and after the announcement that he was writing this movie, yeah, and it was the same thing. It was just black with white text in the same font, and it oh. just said there came a time when the old gods died, and I was like, okay, oh. this kind of this kind of it's kind of neat. I'm like tentatively cautiously excited yeah me too uh i'm curious i don't know if you know at all has he like written any scripts before i don't know i don't think so so this would definitely be a voyage into but you know what i mean i think um i say you know what i mean when i haven't even set a point (laughs) i think i do know what you mean i think you do because comic books are kind of like a visual medium they're like they're like this weird kind of written i feel like writing for a comic book might be slightly similar to writing for Mm. a movie if you can because you're 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 writing words yeah and you're writing scenes you're writing kind of pops of things you know what i mean it's up to the director to interpret that right yeah i was thinking you were going to say i guess we weren't on the same page we're not, but we could have lied and pretended oh gosh but uh no i was i was gonna say it seems like mr tom is at his best when he's writing kind of 
out of his element when he's like kind of pushing to do something that he hasn't done before like making Mr. Miracle like getting into Batman initially doing yeah. more in jokes of, of jokes yep. and riddles so I think it could be a good fit for him he seems yeah. to he seems to do poorly with like stagnancy he seems to not like to be in one place too long yeah and I mean as an artist it makes sense yeah, right? yeah. And that's that's fine with me because he makes he, he's such a interesting dude because he's so wildly inconsistent but the stuff he makes is so good sometimes yeah yeah, you know? yeah. and uh, you 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 have to respect like who he is as a person right like and i he was an iraq Af- maybe iraq or afghanistan war vet you know what i uh-huh. mean worked for the cia turned yeah. into a comic book writer. like how does this shit happen you yeah know what he's, I mean? yeah he's clearly a very interesting dude and there's yeah very nice guy too like super yeah? nice dude. cool yep. i i can't imagine what it must be like to be inside his head and like how he plans to like write certain things it just yeah he sounds like a very interesting individual right and, and some he's written some of the best modern day comics sheriff yeah. of babel with with like some like he's got a buddy team up with oh, mitch, yeah? M- mitch garrods right okay. um sheriff of babylon the vision some of the the coolest weirdest shit that like people have ever like mr have miracle seen. people fucking mr. Love miracle. mr miracle mr miracle i read about seven issues of it and then i kind of fell off comics for a bit i bought the um, trade paperback we're maybe going to read it for a special podcast if oh, we ever get around to it i i wish i would have kept going because that was my consistently my favorite i'm book definitely gonna read it it's so good like scott free and big barda's like oh man yeah. it's real good nice real fucking good anyway anyway moving on moving Let's on get to we these still, marvel boys we've got eh? four more four more bookie boys to yep. get to before yep. we're before we're free from this yep. curse <laughs> Uh, we've got Immortal Hulk number 18, written by L. Ewing, with colors by Joe Bennett. That's not right. It's art by Joe Bennett. Rui Jose on inks, Paul Mounts on colors, and Corey Pettit on letters. Um, this is kind of Marvel's take on, like, uh, the Hulk, where... I don't know, they're doing it's something. like the Hulk mixed with like '80s horror comics. Well, is they're, my do, understanding. they're doing something cool with the Hulk. Uh, if you're if you're a long time listener to the show, you know this. But for a first time listener, we'll just kind of describe it like they're trying to do some horrifying. Because like the Hulk at his core is actually horrifying. If yeah, you think he's, about he's it, he's Frankenstein, right? Right. Doctor Jekyll, Jekyll, Mr. Jekyll, Hyde. Mr. Hyde. You know, a, 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 a learned man of science losing control to a sheer brute strength. Yep. Uh, yep. Gamma radiation. Tale as old as time. Right. Song as old as rhyme. Beauty and the oh, Beast. Exactly. And then uh, you've got. You know, uh, you lo- I lost my j- gamma radiation, some yep. science horror, some body horror, yep. and this takes the body horror and just ratches that shit up to like a hundred and fifty million. The monsters in this are so good. So I've Love kind of shit. I've kind of lost the thread a little bit on the story here. Oh yeah. So maybe you can help me. Um, I'm gonna do my best though for this. So for the entertainment of the viewers at home, I I'm think gonna... I'm I'm totally caught up on. All this. right, cool. So this you... is the rare occurrence. I feel like you're the one who usually retains a lot of this like granular issue, issue stuff. Yeah. But this one I'm all about. So okay, give me give me help me out. Okay, no, don't help me out. Tell me how I do. Okay, so uh, Bruce, his wife, yeah, his friend, and his therapist are all <laughs> right walk into smell a, a sitcom walk into a bar no they're they're all tied in some weird destiny gamma radiation like destiny where they cannot die, be killed uh and they also transform into hulking evil monsters am i still am i am i still there yeah i, I okay. think doc samson i don't think really transforms he doesn't but... he okay anyway so they, there are some evil people that are trying to kill the hulk or capture the hulk they're doing experiments gamma radiation experiments evil government overlord shit it's like yeah that's always the hulk's villain really it's they've, just like evil government they've shit. dug up his body his friend's body rick jones rick jones and experiment on him turned him into something called an abomination who's now eating people 
in Las Vegas and after him, his wife's like a harpy lady who's yeah. getting interviewed by some woman who was on a journey with the Hulk to hell. Yeah. Uh, and then his therapist is with the Gamma Corps. Yeah. Trying to stop the Hulk, but not stop the other bad guys. Or no, but okay, I think I'm stuck. Okay, so <laughs> the I you've got the main players okay. right. Um, and yeah, so oh, and Joe. And Joe, Joe. And he's got a fucking Joe, Joe fix it. the shittiest mustache yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. So yeah, Betty, his uh, wife was a Red Hulk at one point, so she is has is also like infected with gamma radiation. Initially, they thought they killed her of cancer with the gamma radiation, but whatever. So she's alive. She's a weird harpy person. That's new. I dig um, it. Rick Jones is the kid who was with Bruce Banner. Uh, when the gamma radiation stuff went off. So Bruce Banner pushed Rick Jones out of the way during like some big atomic disaster to try and save him and got hit with all that gamma radiation. Okay. Um, Sorry, I'm just flipping through these horrifying panels. Yeah, the Abomination is an old-school Hulk villain. This is a new version of him spliced with, like, Rick Jones' DNA and stuff. And, man, he is messed up looking. Like, his faces are, like, two giant hands. hands, And it eats people. And then, as is revealed on, like, the last page or whatever, once you open the giant hands, it's just, like, dismorphed, like, faces of Rick Jones crying for help. Some real annihilation shit, and I know you haven't seen that movie, but that's totally what it is. Do you know what, like, the last thing that those two people saw was, like, this? Yeah. Before they, like, broke their neck, you know what I mean? They do such a good job with the horror in this. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, the new abomination. I think so, too. And then also, uh... Oh, sorry, he wasn't that I tossed Betty's, uh... Yeah, Betty's vulture harpy vulture thing, harpy thing yeah. is pretty terrifying. She's the queen of the harpies. Yeah, so uh, this this issue is basically Bruce trying to work with <laughs> his different Hulk personas. Oh, I did like this. And, uh, I did like this where he's like Bruce is writing down all the players. Yeah, yeah. yeah I so thought it's that was like, okay. Neat. So it's me. It's Joe Fixit, and it's Hulk. Yeah, it was like banner form. Joe Fixit, Bruce Hulk he, form. And he refers to uh, he refers to like I forget what they called the Hulk in that uh, what was it in that Justice League uh, No Road Home or whatever. Yeah, Avengers. The no Devil Road Hulk. Home. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, yeah, that's the Hulk that's been in this one too, the yeah. Immortal Hulk. So it's yeah. like the one that's obsessed with like ending the human world or right. whatever. And in this issue, it's also revealed that Banner also wants to end the human world, which I think is kind of a cool twist. That is, yeah. So he's like, all right, if we're gonna end the human world, we got to do this together. Boys. Yeah, he's like on board, which and is I'm like, yes, because that's. I like that about it because it's oh god I'm so sick of like it's always Banner who's like no I can't let the Hulk come out I can't let it all so it's like no what if Banner was working with the Hulks to try and fuck up the world yeah it, that's why happens. that's why I said it's super ballsy because it's like Marvel letting these writers take a flagship of this guy's an Avenger Mark Ruffalo plays this dude on the yeah. on the silver screen ladies and gentlemen and and they're and they're letting they're letting this creative team flex and stretch in ways that i feel like marvel typically and just hasn't for a while at least like comic books in general right because like you're like comic book companies are crazy protective over their intellectual properties like yeah hulk has been a villain a lot of times though like this isn't that new it's just he hasn't been in a while and yeah but that's how they're always they always set up those uh has he been this much of a villain uh i don't think this is some pretty nefarious 
devil shit. He's definitely been a villain. I don't think he's been this smart about it. Is the thing? Like, yeah, I don't think he's and, been all brute rage yeah. and things, and like un not a villain just as much as he's just pure unbridled. Yeah. Hotspot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think that's like kind of what Banner and like his other Hulk personalities—they're all working together. Together, they're all bringing like so. This is like a smart Hulk kind of. That's what makes him scary and evil, shit up. right? Yeah, yeah. So it, I mean, yeah. It's, that's what's been. That's what's been so compelling about this. Run. That's what makes it more creative. It's like, like yeah. he's been a villain, but this is the first time they're all working together. It, it brings me back to the second issue of this that we read forever ago. Now it seems like it seems like eons ago with the with the um the walking ghosts. Yeah, you remember that? Yep, of course. And um. The guy who had been doing it, and do you remember what he does to him? He, yeah, he, he like he rips his arms and legs off and traps <laughs> and him, him in a coffin, traps him inside of a cave forever because he will not die. Yeah. So he just makes him. That guy is still to this yeah. day trapped in that fucking mountain. Yep. You know what I mean? Just going, Hanging out. going insane. You know yep. what I mean? God, I hope he has like a DS or something. Yeah, it's some real Twilight Zone shit. Yeah, it, that. Oh man, that's uh, edit, that was some good shit. This is good too. I hope. I still do hope that at some point we get to go back, back to, to like a kind of, of a monster stuff. of the week thing. I like that too. I also like this. It's all five out of fives from Danny Mac, so I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um. This one, the art has been starting to lose me a little bit over oh, the really? past I l- few. I kind of really like the horror I, uh, art. And yeah, stuff you like this, really like the '80s point. pop art thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's really. I think There's, it's really great. There are actually. some panels for me that are very distracting, and I also like find that like. How everyone has super shitty facial hair to be like really weird, <laughs> especially in this one. I, I was like, there was a panel that cut from from um, Banner with yeah. a dumbass mustache to, to the Sasquatch Chops yeah, guy who looks Dr. like he's like Lazarus straight out of whatever his name is, stra- straight out of Flight of the Conchords. You know, like it's a joke. <laughs> like I'm yeah. like, those chops are a joke, right? And then it cuts to his like therapist who's got this like long, long green hair, Sven green hair, and I'm like. What are we doing here? Yeah, but, well, that's just old '90s. No, shit, I mean man. that's and it's totally fine. It's just, I'm saying it's distracted me a little bit lately, um, but it's been good. I'm gonna give it a four. Wow, wow. Dan's gonna trash the camp. We have to. We have to. I, ladies and gentlemen, I have to cut. Get out of here, Jerry! Oh my God! You gotta get out of here! I'm gonna beat you over the head with this uh, immortal Hulk at, issue. Uh, all right, that's that's enough of that. Let's move on. Well, so what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to cut with me there, and then I would have been like, "And we're back," but you you kept talking. How the fuck was I supposed to know? I you thought we were on the cut? same. I thought we were on the same page, okay, bro. Okay, then I'm gonna cut. I'm, gonna, I'm winking Blink at you. Blink three times for a bit about a you quick killing cut, yeah. me <laughs> and cut and, and, and a quick doing cut. a hard cut. All right, for next time, I know three blinks. All right, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was dumb. Yeah, we're, we're still doing that was this. Fucking stupid. Rob is gonna message us in three weeks and you be like, "You guys are fucking dumb." That bit about the hard cut was so cringe, dude. <laughs> and and you and you spoiled the podcast for me, like you spoiled Avengers. How do you not know what Bavaria is? <laughs> Sorry, Rob. Sorry, Rob. Sorry, Rob. Sorry, Rob. Just clown on that fool for knowing things. Yeah, get him. Got him. Uh, next up, we have Thor number thirteen. Another surprise. Uh, written by Jason Aaron with art by art and colors by Mark Del Mundo. Marco, Mar- Marco Delfonso also contributing some colors and then Joe Sabino on letters. Uh, I say this is a pr- surprise because like we have pretty much reviled the War of the Realms event that's been going on right now. And this is sort of a War of the Realms tie-in. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, 
Yeah. This is pretty fun. Yeah, it was pretty good. Take a it, take a old stabber at this one. Boy. As we will get to later in the podcast, the War of the Realms is a event like no other, a plague that t- destroys every comic that <laughs> every it book touches. Every book that it touches, yeah. Oh my god, they make every Marvel book interact with this complete dog shit event. Not even Yancey Street is spared. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there, We'll Jerry. get to Yancey. Take me to Yancey Street. Uh, but, so, it, it, it's honestly even more impressive that this wasn't complete trash because it's, it's it's it, you know thor is the main person behind war of the realms no that's malekith lord of the dark i'm elves. saying the main hero diana i wish that for the main protagonist would listen would you read a book for <laughs> once sorry uh, he's the main protagonist, so I thought that this would be pretty War of the Realms lore heavy, but it's actually not. It's not. Which is a blessing, because, uh, Dan Slot or no, Jason Aaron, who's been writing... <laughs> Dan Slot. Yeah. We'll get to you, We'll get Slot. to him. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Dan Slot loves Yancey Street. Yeah, oh, man, does he. Uh, so, we'll get there, though. Jason Aaron, uh, has been writing Thor forever, and he is also writing the War of the Realms uh issues right yes well okay. not all of them because lord help us there are like a hundred that come out every single fucking week no i mean like the actual war of the realms number one war I of think, the realms number two i think they're written by like several writers okay. at this point okay he's writing too much yeah. you know what i mean like, yeah what are you, uh... i mean yeah he has no creative juices yet so yeah war of the realms again we've probably described it before i'll make it quick it's just malkeith um, who's a dark elf and all of his forces invading? You don't Earth. need to explain it. I, no, and that's even it. If that's a one. Yeah, that's that's the say, entire like, event. Even if you're, even if you're like a first time listener, War of the Realms, you don't. It doesn't matter. It's it's just it's just a dark elf invading Earth, and they somehow decided to pull every mainstream Marvel comic oh into God, its fucking so clutches. Many ki- but hey. Never mind. That's not. This but never comic. mind Let's that. Go. This is well. It, it is. Well, no. I'm thinking about. I was almost gonna. I was gonna reference oh, something that happens in a different one. Four again. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So I'm confusing them. This Forgive one was me. pretty graciously light on the War of the Realms Ooh, thank, lore. Thank God. Yeah. It was all about uh, Cull is his name. Yeah. And he's basically Odin's Loki. Which yeah. I don't know if that has been a thing for a long time, and I just never knew. But I thought it was pretty cool. Like Odin and his brother Cull are basically Thor and Loki, right? And Cull is—I—I I, I don't think he's like descended from ice giants or anything, but he's clearly like the bad one. He enslaves uh, Earth at one point, Midgard, and uh, is basically just like a bad dude who wants everyone to rule under him. And Odin's like, "No, let them be free," which is kind of a weird thing for Odin too. Now that he's like a complete bastard when he's old, but hey, you know what shit happens when you get old? Yeah, you right? know, you like get... the the boomer did fucking Woodstock and now they voted for Trump so you know you can't you can't count on anyone you to know what you're retain right retain their core values exactly um, we all get worse as we get older indeed yep. I am we're starting on that on that path hey oh, Dan yeah. I'm, a, I'm after 30 I'm almost 31 Dan baby. do you remember do you remember about a year ago when we started doing this podcast uh unpublished issues but yes. when we started reading Thor yes do you remember the wedding and we were super confused about that who this dude with the Fu oh, Manchu yeah, was. It's was all him. it's all coming together. Now we know that Man, it's, I it's totally missed We were that. like, is that he's an Odin's son? Does that mean that does that mean he's one of Thor's brothers? Yeah. That's so confusing. It's not. It's uh Well, it is one of Thor's or Odin's brothers. Yeah, he's yeah. not I guess he's not an Odin's son then. Yeah. Odin's son literally means son of Odin. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, so but so we were like, but he's like, guy, but, but they were talking is. to each other as fam. No, it is. They were okay, talking to each other okay. as family, and I think yeah. we were confused. I was like, yeah. is that his brother? I didn't yeah. know that Thor had another yeah. brother. So him. yeah, so yeah, that's cool. I like that he's bringing these kind of old gods back out of the woodwork to, for some cool shit. So they've got some flashbacks between Odin and uh, Cull. Love a flashback, and uh, it's basically it's yeah, it's it's just super reminiscent of Thor and Loki. Odin's trying to lift a hammer that he can't. And Cull is basically giving him shit and talking him. They down even have the hair like hair, the same hair color scheme. Yeah, they do. Color. They have the yeah, exactly. Uh, so and yeah, what what else happens after that? He oh yeah, Odin beats the fuck out of him and then insla- and then traps him in like a prison. You basically, were say for, enslaves. I mean, like kind of. Oh, he just traps him in a prison though. He doesn't harness him. for No, work. it's true. It's true. He yeah. just he just puts him in a prison until like the end of time. Right. Until like recently. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, then there's this really cool bit at the end where he is stealing a bunch of, like, like crystal mushrooms or something. Yeah. Uh, from Malekith's mines, frees a bunch of little baby dark elves, yeah. even though he doesn't want to, and then realizes what it means to be a hero, Dan! He realizes what love is, and he... I loved it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It was, it was, it was great. He's That's like, like some hero shit, where he he's... frees all of these kids, he gets stabbed by from some dark elves, and then he just goes ham and saves, um... Because at the end, it kind of brings it. It comes back to the. I think it was War of the Realms, or maybe it was. It was Thor. War of the Realms too. Okay, where Thor's so mom was beating the fuck out of Dark Elves, but about but to die. About right? to die, and he comes. And so at the end of this, he comes out of the woodwork to save her and just murders a bunch of. No, she, he he does. Oh he? yeah, he dies, but he dies, kids, but the kids that he freed that he fight in his name, and yeah. the, his whole thing towards the end of this book, and I really liked this was like. He's like, no one will ever sing a song about me in my and my because I'm going to die here basically. Yeah. But that's not the point. What the point of this is, and I don't care. To hell, everyone's name's going to fade eventually. I'm just, I'm going to die here, but at least I'm going to go down swinging basically. Yeah. And then at the end, people are singing songs of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. his valor does live on yeah. somehow. And that's the that's the point. And it was yeah. nice. It was I nice. It. it was sweet. It was cool. There was the yeah, art was is lot. always good, man. Yep. Mike yep. Del Mundo's killing it. It's true. I it's wish true. I wish that this War of the Realms was just this book once a month. Yeah, for sure. Or maybe every other week. I mean, they wouldn't be able. Then they'd have to jam in a bunch of unnecessary Malkeith stuff, though. So I want no, them but, to keep. But out like, of... I bet it would actually be good if, yeah, if it took its time or. Hey, hang on. Cool your jets, little baby boy. Okay. If it alternated, Jared. you know, like, so, like, Mike Dom, my Jason Aaron maybe wrote every other week, right? Yeah. So you got a War of the Realms and then a Thor, and then a War of the Realms and then a Thor, and then a War of the Realms and then a Thor. Yeah. And Mike Del Mundo did the Thor art, and then some awesome fucking yeah. dude did the, or, or lady, I'm not going to say dude, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, did the art for the other one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that could work. That'd I be guess. fucking dope. I'm telling you, that's what they need to do. Listen to me. I think DC, everybody listen to me. <laughs> listen to him. Listen to me. DC is doing it right. Are they not? With the yeah, fucking events. It, it, I mean, it, so far, yeah. Those, those are two for two. They had two events this week, and they were both hits for us. So yeah, and it was fucking good. And it was, But Marvel's also doing it, too, with the X-Men thing. Which we're yeah, gonna that's talk, true. Which we're going to talk about right now. Yep. So hopefully, War of the Realms does shit. This X-Men thing does really well, and they learn from their mistakes. Yeah, this X-Men thing is fucking dope, and this issue is super dope. Like, we've been waiting for this to come to a head. I'm going to yeah. introduce it real quick. This is X-Men Extremist number four, written by Leo Williams. With art by Jorge Gianti, Roberto Poggi on inks, Jim Carlampadis on <laughs> colors, and Clayton Cowles on letters. Uh, yeah, so first time listeners, Age of X-Men is an event going on right now where the X-Men have all had their memories or- erased and are in this kind of fake world um, where there are no humans, only mutants. 
No one's allowed to bone each other. No one's allowed to love each other. Something's fishy going on. Yep. Um, and then the extremist book, particularly, are a kind of group of, like, I wouldn't say, like, splinter cell operatives that go and they find people that are... They're, like, kind of secret police. They're kind of, like... Gestapo. uh, Yeah, yeah. that's what I was looking for. Gestapo level. And instead of killing people... Well, they might sometimes kill people. I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, They... Well, they they keep on mentioning people disappearing forever. Yeah, but I don't think that's them. I think it's someone else. Somebody else, else, does it? Yeah. So, um, what they do is they go and they wipe people's memories that are, like, starting to, like, fall in love and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, There's a big... Rift that got jammed in the team when they captured a pregnant woman because they uh, half the team was like, well, we should just mind wipe her. And they were like, we can't mind wipe someone who's fucking pregnant because they're going to wake up with no memory of anything and still be fucking <laughs> pregnant. And so their ultimate decision was to chain her by her neck to the ground in their basement. That was, yeah, one person's decision. Uh, yeah, um, not a great option, but no. she got her just desserts. She got her brain wiped. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is a real good one. I like this issue Yeah, I like a lot. this one a lot. This opens up to... We don't know who he is. Dan thought he was Quicksilver, but he's like an elf who runs real fast. Yeah. Um, we'll just leave it at that. Yep. Um, he is getting hella flirted on by Iceman. <laughs> um, he, he, reckon, he sees that... Um, what's her name? Psylocke and the Blob are kind of like getting a little cutesy. And he does not like it. He's not into it. He's like, oh, I didn't you know... You can't be cutesy. I didn't know Betsy and... Blob. blob i don't, I don't know, know yeah, I don't know. yeah betsy and blob are getting so close he's she put he she put her hand on his hand and then, yeah and then Iceman is like what is it intimate and then he like he's like like this and then puts his hand <laughs> on it i'm like dude what are you doing yeah um so then he ice man is gay and also apparently this dude is gay so so Super. for one thing i want to say good uh-huh. on Iceman's gaydar to recognize in this situation that this dude's gay and he should hit on him. I mean, did you see the part where he took his sweater off and just like yeah. got the abs out? Like, there's that dude was not hiding it very well at all, right? Like, Wait, no, that was a uh, well, Iceman is for sure gay. Yeah, but, but the, the dude was he like, was the guy wearing the sweater. Yeah, and then he took his abs off, and the guy was like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, he's not he's not doing a super great job. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's so. True. Yeah, um, gay Spock is super upset because. Yep. Um, some members of his team are kind of getting a little fornicating, and then there's a sexy man tantalizing with him is with his yep, abs. Yep. Uh, you get a little bit more background to him. Um, you find out that he's been having this recurring dream where he his name is John Paul, Jean Luc Paul Card, and he keeps waking up and reaching for someone, a man, and yeah. and there's not there, and he just gets his heart broken every single time. He goes to a theater where people are making out. Uh, yep. right. Yeah. I, I like the scene where like uh, there are two people kissing, and then like. He's one person smacks him on the head to stop it, and then yeah. like the extremist guy like walks by, and they're like, "Oh my god!" And he's just like wagging <laughs> a finger at him. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it, it seems like this is a theater that you go to to kiss people, though. Yeah, right? it looks like it. Like this is because they're playing romance. Go. They're playing romance movies, yep. and they're talking about shutting it down. Right. And a lot of people are there in couples. Right. When they um, walk in. Yeah. So um, there's some good. At the end of this, he remembers that he had a husband. A husband. Something happens, and I don't know what the catalyst is, but apparently everyone is waking up at the same time. Yeah, right? all of these, uh, all of these energy. I don't know what you call them. Explosions are like happening all over the universe, and they're showing people their lives in like the mainline X Men continuity right. or whatever. So it's like, oh, I actually have a husband. Oh, and yeah. And, Get to the girl with the kid, because that's the best part. You mean Jubilee? Yes. Yeah, so so there's this, there's a real thing where the guy confides with Iceman, says, you know, hey, I have this, what is fucking happening? This is breaking my heart, and, like, they're not supposed to feel stuff, right? This is the same guy who at the beginning was like, 
you put your hand on this yeah. other person. Yeah. How dare you? Now he's like crying and confiding in this person. Mm-hmm. Gets a little smooch. Was like, holy shit. That's my, that was my husband, right? Like I, or like, like I had a husband at one point. How did I not remember that I had a husband? And then there's like some fires. Like the, meanwhile, there's like fires breaking out in the yeah. city, and they look down from the roof, and Jubilee's standing there with a baseball bat. And they're like, and the guy goes, "What does he call her? Jujubee? Yeah, Jujubee. Jujubee. <laughs> he calls her Jujubee, and she's like, "What's what's going on, Jujubee? Why do you have that bat?" And she's just like, "Well, basically, I just remembered that I have a kid, so I'm gonna burn this whole piece of shit place to the ground." Yeah. And they're all like, "Oh, okay. Should we riot?" And they're like, "Yeah, I think we should riot." Yeah, and it's fucking dope. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, this is, I'm in it, you know? Yeah, it, that was, were some great understated badass lines. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, well, basically, I just remembered I have a kid, so I'm going to burn this whole place to the ground, yeah? <laughs> and then the guy's like, I suggest we riot. Yeah. And it's fucking good. <laughs> and we were wondering this, and the first issue, we're like, or like issue two, I feel like when when they introduced the the pregnant woman in the yeah. basement, we were like, when is this gonna come to a head? Yeah, because it feels like this thing is boiling yeah. right now, and, and like it's yeah, it, I feel like the end of the last issue of this event and this one for sure is like things are now exploding, right? Literally, like shit's on fire now. So. Yeah. So one thing I'm curious about this yeah. this whole uh, event. The theme of it seems to be, like, you can't stop people from fucking, and you can't stop people from loving each other, to put it more innocently, I you guess. You definitely cannot stop the X-Men from fucking. If yeah. there's one thing oh I know, God, yeah, yeah. They, they will fuck each other forever. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. They'll, they'll, there's so many X-Men, they can switch partners all they want, and yeah. they will. And they will, and they uh, have multiple children that get retconned out of existence because yeah. they're too inconvenient. Yeah, so my, so what I'm wondering, like... So we know who X-Man is and stuff, and I know you don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck, Dan. But I want to know, like, what is the motivation behind, like, this... Like, it's clearly something psychological where they set up this universe so that people can't interact with it. They can't touch each other. They can't kiss each other. They can't have babies. Fuck, whatever. Maybe that's the catalyst to bring the memories back. Well, Maybe I mean, that's why they strictly forbid it, right? Because like, this, oh, I see. You know what I mean? Like the illusion shatters if they and that seems to be what happened, other. right? Yeah. Because he can confi- find the same thing happened with the blob and Betsy, yeah. and the same thing's happening here. Yeah. And maybe that's happening. Sorry, maybe the veil is being lifted. Yeah, yeah. So it could be something like structural, like that, or yeah, it could be some. But I'm wondering what I hope happens is hope that Summers? there is. Yeah, sure. Well, I don't care who it is. What I hope I just, Summers happens. <laughs> I just hope that whoever it is has some kind of interesting motivation for wanting to create a universe where no one can love each other. Yeah, if it's some dumb shit like, I isolated all of you so that I could take over the world! In the meantime, it'll be lame, but maybe there's someone who's like, this shit is weakness, and it can or, be stamped. Yeah, or probably right Hope Summers, even if she's like, you know, even if she's like just dealing with a bad breakup or something. It's like I want to make a universe where yeah, people what, don't love each other. What happens if that? I would take that. What happens if that's literally it? She got. I think that'd be fine. She I would got. Take she that. got ghosted on fucking on on <laughs> Tinder, Tinder, and it's like you know what? No one's loving anybody. If no yep. one's gonna love me, <laughs> fuck this. I think that'd be cool. I, I, I hope they do something like that, and not something like, well, if you love each other, then it breaks the spell. It's like, oh, okay. If you love someone. You should let them go. Yeah. Strange ball. Strange. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you love someone, you need to let them go. You need to let them go. (laughs) Um, Last. Five out of five for me. It's still really good. Yeah, five out of five. We also didn't rate Thor. um, Thor? I would give it a four out of five. I'd give it a 4.5 out of five. I liked it quite a bit. All right, all right, all right. Last up. We have Yancey Street Chronicles. Oh. We've got, I even wrote this. I got a Fantastic Four number 10 Yancey Street edition. 
written by Dan Slott, with art by Paco Medina and Kevin Labrina. Oh, uh, this shit. Jesus man. Alberto, let me finish it on colors. And then the man is back, Dan. Yeah. We have VC's very own Joe Caramagna. They had to pull Joe back for this special <laughs> Yancey Street you know, edition of Fantastic There's, there's no one in the biz that writes the words <laughs> Yancey Street better than Joe Caramagna. And they had to make it in, they had to bring him in because. Yancey Street pops up a lot in this comic. Yeah? <laughs> Yancey Street is the street that the Fantastic Four live on. For and it's not that... just a street, ladies and it's, gentlemen. It's it a... is an idea. It's a it way, is of, a way life. of life. It is it is it is a culture. It is a movement. <laughs> it's a way of life. Maybe an ethnicity. What do we know? <laughs> you Yancey Street. Oh my god. Oh man, this gets real wacky. This gets real bad real fast. I loved yeah. the beginning. So it's Val sitting on a rooftop text someone i don't think we know who yeah i don't care. we don't know who and she's like i don't even know if you're gonna get this this sucks i hate it um all my people are gone all the time yeah but she like i love that she built this like crazy like thing that's sucking the power from the entire block just yeah. so she can text i don't know so this is a uh, mr and mrs fantastic's uh yeah, daughter val yep um they also have a son who's a real shit a real shitter he's a fucking shit bag and i hate him and yeah, i hate him for the like worst he's like a typical emo uh teenager God, mode in this bush stop this making superheroes have teenage kids i don't care yeah i know that yeah. i know that having a teenage kid sucks but i don't want to fucking read about it every week i don't want to live it that's the reason i don't have kids is because i don't want to live yeah, this the fantastic reality. four i mean val bless her heart is a great character this little i don't want I, if you have kids in them make them like make them bearable don't make them yeah. be like i'm a yeah. shit big like they it, he is like not a completely uninteresting character so like uh, before this he 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 has he created took advantage of his blind aunt to sneak out remember he's no yeah a that's shit the worst bag, i'm man. just saying i yes he's yes, a shit bag, but he's kind of interesting because he in the past like before this new fantastic four comic kicked off he basically has god powers He's, yeah. like, the child of two, like, super mutants, so he's, like, an Omega or whatever. Wow, very exciting. Um, yeah, so he's he's created entire civilizations. He's watched, like, people be created and die and, like, all of these, like, ridiculous things that no teenager would see. So he's like, oh, well, now I can't use my powers because if I use them, they drain and I can't use them anymore. And it's like, okay, that's fucking stupid. So he, he gets in a fight with these Yancey Street kids. Yancey Street hooligans. Oh my god, it's they, so good. He's like, you think you're too good for Nancy Street? Yeah, you th- These hooligans might be a little rough around the edges, but boy howdy, are they good to their core. <laughs> and it's like the most unintimidating kid. You ain't part of Yancey Street. like this Street. kid with glasses, this like three-year-old girl, and this dude in a tie and a fucking collared shirt. And he's like, you guys fucking and he's like, yeah, that's not how we do things in Nancy Street. Yancey, boy. stop saying Nancy Street. Oh my god, yeah, Yancey Street. Sorry, it's oh my god. Why I oughta put a yeah. why I oughta put a big old kiss right on your smack. Yeah, that's that's exact. It's it, oh my god. So then the War of the Realms again. No, well, no. First, it cra- they they throw a gigantic Jewish Yancey Street block party. Yeah, that's true. With so, lots of references to like baklava and stuff. Oh my god, yeah. It's it's really good. It's, I, I like it a lot. It's like it's like basically is Jersey? Is it Jersey? 
uh, sure. I don't know. Yeah, it's great. It, it, it sure seems like it's something like Joyzy. that. Yeah. It's it's something. Welcome yeah. to Yancy Street. Welcome to Yancy Street. There's so like then, a specific reference to something. Okay, you go. You go. So you then go. the War of the Realms again uses its fucking plague touched hand <laughs> to uh, destroy an, what would be another great issue of one of its books, uh, and instead has Malkith and his fucking dark elves invade motherfucking Yancy Street so that they can Yancy defend. Street. Malkith. Oh, for the lover, Mr. Pabadakis. We already got two cats. Come on! <laughs> That's a fucking actual literal line in this. It's wild. I swear to God, they talk about, like, I don't even know. It's, it's really funny. Though. It's so bad. This entire issue was that scene from Spider Man 1 where he is taking, he's on the train, uh-huh. and the train is about to go off the tracks. That's or Spider Man 2. Okay, Spider-Man 2. Well, except that scene was actually good. No, because, come on, I'm... Okay, sorry, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Spider-Man gets in front... That that scene wasn't good, Yes, it was, dude, it got got me the tinglies. So he he jumps in front of the train, he's on it, and he's, like, shooting webs out, and it's, like, bending his arms and stuff. He's, like, stretching, he's like, oh, I gotta stop this train. And then he's... And then he does it, and he, like, falls down, and But then everyone catches him. And then people catch him, and he's like, he's a hero. And then Green Goblin pops up, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna take out Spider-Man, or something like this. Right? Does that know what happened? Yeah, I okay. Or Doc Ock or someone. I, I and s- then this is the part that is actually relevant to this okay. book. The fucking New Yorkers are like, You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. <laughs> and this is that book start to finish a hundred percent. This guy like, probably goes and gets hot dogs down from Carl's hot dog stand down the road. I get hot dogs there. <laughs> I get hot dogs what? from Carl's hot dog stand. Forget about it. Forget about it, you Mel Keith. <laughs> you're Forget Mal- about Keith. it, you, you dark elf. You're, you're trying to fuck with some New Yorkers. You don't you what you dark elves, huh? So you don't know like, nothing. So yeah, that is one hundred percent this. There's even like a, there's a panel of like a guy with a baseball bat an old yeah. lady and a bunch of kids gearing up and to they, fight keep some fuck. and they keep saying yancy street keep saying yancy and they're count. gearing up to fight some dark elves yeah let me let me see this shit. we gotta count it and then it also ends with the weirdest like straddle over a thing that i've ever seen yeah it's a it's pretty like bizarre anatomically art. it's a very weird position yeah, it's just like it's. it's uh, what's her name? Val? Yeah, Val. Yeah, she's just like kind of squatting she's in over the, something. She's not kind of squatting, dude. This is like the deepest yeah, fucking it's like squat. A deep, deep squat. Deep. But she's trying to make it look relaxed. Super casual, ultra deep squat. And then, and then the boy, the like emo teenager guy, who's like, I'm pissed. I can't use my powers. Yeah, he's, he's got the hero pose. He's of got the hero pose, and he's like, I know that even though I can't use my powers very much. Even if they go away, I'll be a real Nancy Street hero, just like the rest of these the, folks. The real Nancy Street is the friends we made along exactly, the way. You got me saying Jared. Nancy Street, you piece of shit. <laughs> oh my god, it's Yancy. The real Nancy Yancy Streeters. No. You know what? I, you know, Why we're done. I we're done. Panel? We're done doing. It doesn't. Oh, here oh, it is. Here oh, it is. This is what I was going to say earlier. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaurs in here. So at least that's oh, cool. Oh, yep. Yep. That's, so that's cool. Yeah. Bonus. Drop the force field. The grandma's got her fucking cane. Yeah, we don't run from fights here. We look after each other. And this we is, give better, better than we get. Oh, this is that. Yancey Street. Yeah, he says, just let him try to mess with Yancey Street. <laughs> 
fucking Yancey fucking Street. Yancey Street, dude. I, I want to follow. It. I want to follow up to this about like Yancey Street being some kind of death cult, and all yeah. these people are brainwashed, and they're like, "Oh my god, did you hear about Yancey Street?" Yancey it's like, Street. yeah, they fucking they killed literally each other. Ki- they literally killed everyone on every street <laughs> they that thought wasn't the Fantastic Yancey. Four would take them to heaven. I don't know what was. <laughs> they going all on drank time. the same Yancey Street Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, what a fucking trip! What a trip, and what a trip it's been because yeah. that's all the books for this week. Yeah, um, Dan and I are gonna go grab a third beer, get yep. a little frisky with one another, and then we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna tell you guys about the books that we will try to pull next week because I realize that I'm wildly inconsistent with it, Yancey so. Street number one, please. Yancey Street number one it written needs its own, written by Dan, written by <laughs> Yancey Street. All right, we'll be right back. Written by Yancey Street. <laughs> we're back, uh, ready to talk about what we're pulling next week. I'm super stoked about that. And we've gotten a third beer. A, 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 a bonus, bonus beer. beer. A bonus beer. Because we were like looking at the other ones, and uh, Dan was like, yeah, you, you want the milkshake? I think we would have picked the milkshake one, right? The strawberry yeah. milkshake. Yeah. But I was like, Dan, no. And I was peeing. I was yeah. like, don't open You're that. Like, I've don't got a, open that shit, Dan. I have a beer for you. And so we pulled, and I'm going to talk about this one. I don't know anything about the brewery. Because it's a collaboration beer. Central State is one of them, which we've pulled before. They're good. Yeah, and then it's a collaboration with Second Shift Brewing. And this beer is called I Learned It From Watching You, which is the the most wonderful name for a beer that I have ever heard. Especially combined with. The the picture on the front is just like a little cat with its tongue sticking out going mlem. And I just, I love it so much. It's just like derpy. Its eyes are in different directions. Yeah, it's super cute. And so it kind of looks like Geeks. And that's why I grabbed it. (laughs) Um, And then I remember, I, I, I was like, I'm buying that beer. Let's look at what, I don't care what it is. Yep. I'm buying this beer, and then I look at it as a farmhouse ale. I'm like, okay, cool. Yep. With jasmine, elderflower, and chamomile. And I'm yep. like, oh no. <laughs> uh, and it so it's called a dry flowered farmhouse ale. So they add these fla- dry hopping is where you add the hops after the boil. Yep. And after fermentation, primary fermentation, right? Uh, yeah, I think usually, but not exclusively. A lot of times, hazies, they add them, like, right after the boil, too. Okay, okay. But, yeah, typically, yes. Yeah, so, so and the, the idea is that primary fermentation is very bubbly, and some of the more subtle characteristics get pulled away. So, the, I imagine that they dumped a bunch of dry chamomile, jasmine, and elderflower yeah. into this farmhouse ale. Yep, yep. Um... And yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's pretty. Um, it's it's interesting. I like it. It's not. I don't know what was the other one we had. We had a beer recently where it had like some weird shit in it, like that. It was a oh, it was the Livacious one, the one with like lavender and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this one is a little better. I think this one is more. To me, this is a better, more subtle kind of. Yeah, it's a better saison. It's a better like yeah. beer. You know? Yeah, I think so. And I know that they actually dumped a shit ton of those flowers in here. I mean, they must have, because, I mean, those aren't super, uh, like, flavorful flowers and right. shit, Right, and, and flavors Pretty that mild you, flavors. Yeah, yeah, and, and when you think about it. And I think on the can it says, like, in, in volumes that we usually reserve for, like, IPA, <laughs> IPAs, yeah. we, we dry flowered this thing. Yeah. I don't get a lot of the individual flowers, like jasmine. Me neither, but would I? Would you? I honestly don't know what that tastes like. Exactly. But I so do we taste, probably do. I do taste some. some yeah. Some. There are some. The the combination we definitely taste. Yeah. There are hints of things. Yeah. 
Like, I don't know what an elderflower tastes like. Yeah. Am I alone in this? No. I feel like I see, like, elderflower everywhere, and I'm like, what is that? Yeah. Even stuff like chamomile. Like, I mean, I've I've had chamomile tea, but if you ask me if I can pick chamomile out of these flavors, no no way. No, because chamomile tastes like dirt. Everybody knows this. (laughs) Chamomile tea, it just tastes like, it tastes like if you licked the ground, I feel like. You know, it's a bit harsh, eh? It's not harsh because, like, I've never licked the ground, and I don't know, never necessarily know if it <laughs> wow, tastes gross or Jerry. not. But I feel like I imagine, you know, like a dewy sp- summer morning. Yeah, it's like earthy. That's what it tastes like to me. Boy, it looks like you got some ground licking to do. That's all I'm hearing. That's my homework for next week is lick lick grounds in various dew points. And then get back back. to us for your final review on this Saison. You know, I found that a 63, a dew point of 63, (laughs) yields the most chamomile-like best ground taste a the per- best ground lick a perfect lick a perfect lick a, yep. a perfectly balanced between astringent <laughs> and earthiness <laughs> really enriches the flavor yep yeah so i think well i'll, I'll just i'll i will lick the ground every morning perfect <laughs> i want to say i did smell some freshly mowed grass today and it, it was a nostalgia bomb for me, man. It was just like... A nostalgia? You haven't smelled freshly mowed grass since 1996. Dude, I like... It feels like I haven't. Why? I don't know. Well, oh, for I guess one you thing, live I in live an apartment. In this, yeah. I live in an apartment in downtown Madison. There aren't a lot of lawns, no and the lawns there. that do exist, people just don't mow them. Yeah, so, fair it's a, I don't know, and, and also every summer you kind of forget, you know, the winters are long. Yeah. And you don't smell anything in the winters. You, you don't. That. You just smell cold. Yeah, I love the, I love the first moment. When it's starting to warm up and you can smell fried food, yeah. fried food is the first thing that punches through that cold air. You know what I mean? It's like it's like your smell, your sense of smells like vegetation. Nah, <laughs> deep fried fat. Like where where are we at? Like let me let me find <laughs> let me track that down. That's what your schnoz can pick out. I get like grilling and stuff like okay. people people like Schmalt. doing things, but like people fry in the winter, so I, I don't really understand. No, but like that. restaurants, but like yeah, restaurants fry in the winter. They fry in the winter, but you can't smell it. <laughs> When you're outside, yeah, but when you're inside, you can. What the fuck are you talking about? What I'm, are you talking I, I'm saying about? The first, you can't smell grease the in a first, greasy the first, restaurant. The first, no, not in outside. Okay, you fucking. Eat. I can't. I can't talk to. I can't talk to this guy. I can't. Like, I don't it's the, understand. It's the what... first smell that you pick out outside. It it comes. It, it comes. <laughs> this is a universal thing. It Dan. is Dan. Everyone it, smells every... grease in the spring. Everyone smells fried food and just food in general before anything else. It's a fact. These are facts. <laughs> You're insane. I'm my not. Man. No, every <laughs> everyone insane. that I've ever mentioned this to. If you it, ask anyone that like the smells of summer fried food, I is did not, not say the smell of summer. I said it's the first thing that you smell in like in like April or March. All right, Usually dude. when it's like just gets warm enough. <laughs> And, like, there's no fucking vegetation out yet. You start to smell like restaurants for you the very first. You start to smell grease. Oh, my God. I can't work with you anymore. <laughs> this is done. This is the, the last episode. You know when the snow melts and you just get that whiff of nice grease, Danny Mac? <laughs> That's the spring. Well, I smell nice grease, Danny Mac, in my basement every day. True, true. Every day. Every I'm day just, I'm down here. I'm saying the first smell that I tend to smell outside yeah. is restaurants. I understand. I just think it's weird. It's not weird. I think it's weird. What's weird about it? What's the first smell that you smell? Like leaves. You don't smell leaves in fucking March, Dan. There aren't leaves in March. 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I that's I what I'm fucking like... telling you. I'm telling the first thing that you smell after... Because you don't smell anything outside in winter, right? Dude, I'm just saying that I don't notice a massive oh increase in like, how much grease I'm smelling Unbelievable. From you're just being You're being deliberately what? contrarian right no, now. No, I'm yes, you really not. You really I, are. I, I, I mm. don't smell mm. grease in this... Okay, we need mm. like someone... Whoever's listening to this, please message. I didn't just say grease. I said restaurant. I'm walking it back fried to fried foods. Fr- yeah, fried food. Just like yeah, usually okay. it's like it's like the it's like your restaurants in general. Please, please write to us and let us know what the first thing you smell in the spring it is. Come springtime, because it ain't leaves, bro. And, it ain't leaves. I'm and telling if you that it's right fried now. foods, it is. You smell restaurants. The smell right. of restaurants carries on the wind stronger. All right, man. That's... You're gonna be so wrong. You're gonna be so dead ass. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I have no stock invested in this. At I have all. all the stock. All my <laughs> chips are on the table. You guys don't see it, but my shirt is off. I'm yep. ready to fight Dan. Yeah, he's pounding his chest oh! right now. He's got his gun out. You this is me... gonna be a knife. You uh, make me a knife. A knife. <laughs> this is this <laughs> is gonna be a knife. He's gonna be. Oh my he's god. He has a knife, and oh it's gonna god. be a knife. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but yeah, yeah. Please, please message us individually or collectively. I can't work with you. I, I can't work under these conditions. <laughs> Someone get my lawyer. Under people who don't know Someone that, get... <laughs> that grease is the first smell of the spring. It is the first smell of the spring, and it's been that way since the dawn of time. <laughs> it's the dawn of America. It's the dawn of America, at the very least. Since um, Ronald McDonald first set down his flag in the U.S. of A. He planted that. He planted that fucking McDonald's he flag in the soil. Plants the grease every winter and it sprouts in the spring. Yeah, yeah. Ronald McDonald walked across the entirety of the United States yeah. planting grease seeds. Yes. So that we could Continental make United Continental States. United yeah. States. What is the difference between the United States and the Continental United States? Uh, excluding Hawaii and Alaska. No, do- Ronald McDonald walked across Alaska and Hawaii. Oh, okay. I guess planting- Hawaii is still part of the continent, isn't it? Or no? Or not Hawaii. Uh, I was Alaska. Say, the look I gave you. I'm like, I'm not good at I'm not good at geography, but that I don't think that's right, sir. Alaska. It might just be excluding Hawaii. I don't know. It is part of the continent. Alaska is attached to Kanata. Yeah. All right. Well, we've gotten the, the what a great place we've come to oh, in this podcast. Dark, dark times in, in dark craft times. comics history. I, I mean, uh, we were we'll we were kind of short on time, so this has been a great. Like, this is your bonus band. Ten, yeah. Ten. Yeah. <laughs> the bonus band for that all that comes it's with worth. The bonus, it's worth. It's weight in gold, sir. <laughs> this is quality bands. Okay, God, please, uh, please write to us. I'm not kidding about that. What are they going to write to us on? Oh, I, Facebook. Every, most of our most of our listeners are our friends. No, Let's these are these are these are fake inter- These are these are internet. Fans. Well, if that's the case, then they can write to us either on Instagram or Twitter. Yep. Uh, craft period comics on Instagram. What's it on Twitter? Uh, it's not craft beer and comics on Instagram, is it? Craft period comics. Craft period comics. Okay, yep. and then. We're comics underscore craft on Twitter. Um, yeah, we forgot to call out socials. We have a Patreon, Craft Comics Patreon. Uh, we don't we don't deserve anything. So that's fine. I can't believe the first smell of the spring for you is fucking it's food. grease. It's food. It's not grease. Uh, you're trying I love to it. you're trying to plant this like you're trying to paint a picture of like a like a demon. You said fried food. Fried food is not grease. All right, either one is still hilarious. Equally hilarious All to right. me. All right. Well, I think that. <laughs> I think that wraps up if this, all. If this podcast is somehow still being recorded <laughs> next week, uh, we will be back um, with another episode. No bargain bins this week. Uh, we didn't actually think we were going to record, so I just didn't get them. It's a miracle you're getting anything at all. It's America. It's oh yeah. And uh, so yeah, next week we've got some books that are coming out. In fact, uh, we have Black Cat number one. 
we're, which we are actually probably going to pull. I put a question mark there because we, we yeah, weren't Yeah, but sure. we're pretty low on numbers, so yeah, I think it'd a, be a good... It's a light week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, Jerry doesn't know much about Black Hat. I don't know a ton either, but I remember watching the animated Spider-Man show when I was growing up, and she was heavily featured in that. Yeah. If we don't say bye, Felicia, at least once in true, the next podcast, true. we have failed. So true. hold us to that. Yep. Uh, we got Spider-Gwen Ghost Spider number nine, Marvel Team-Up Body Swap Edition number three, Batman 72. 13 more issues and then Tom Before King is done. the exit of uh, Young Tom. Green Lantern number 8, Young Justice number 6 and Manitors number 9. I'm also thinking about getting Deceased uh number 2 just cuz there's a really good cover with like uh kind of like a <laughs> What do you what was it? Nightmare on Elm Street kind of yeah, mock up cover. Yeah, with Poison Ivy. And, it's, it's one and of Scarecrow. Jerry's one of Jerry's faves Poison Ivy. I'm wiggling my brows. Yep, yep, he sure is. What would you say you are most excited most? for i am i am most excited for young justice number six i believe yeah that's a pretty good one i'm pretty excited for man eaters also oh yeah 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 and green lantern Chelsea honestly Kane just had the most heartbreaking twitter oh no thing about how impossible it is basically to pull 12 issues of man eaters out and it was so sad she was why just, was it impossible be, well i'm because like it just doesn't make money Oh. It's independently published, everything. Yeah. And she's like, I'm working with. I didn't know this, but like the people, you know how they have like the back matter with the, it's like poems yeah. and stuff yeah, written. Yeah. Those are actually written by 13 and 14 year old girls. Oh, and like they're, they're like a member. They're members of the team, and they're not. I don't think they're going to be able to get 12 out. because oh. they're just running. They're running the money, and I'm like, I we buy them, we order them. We're the, basically heroes. There's so, not we're. <laughs> What are you trying to do? <laughs> I'm saying we buy them, we order them, but it's not enough. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I know. Sucks. That sucks, man. Yeah, they're uh, so good. Damn. Yeah. Hopefully well, hopefully there's something. I don't know. Maybe she'll open up a GoFundMe or something like that, and we can toss them in yeah. that direction. Um, I would love to, because, yeah. man, it's, it's so good. It's so fun. It's just like this, like... I guess it makes sense, though, since it's like, I don't know, it's, it's got to be tough for them it's independent an, publishers, it's an you independent know? independent comic book about girls getting their periods, so yeah, I, I can see how it... Uh, and, like, she... The whole thing is shitty because, like, she got bullied off of a, a major Marvel publication. Yeah, by, like, she's just had a rough go of it recently. Men's rights activists, so, yeah. So she just... Point. Someone needs to just, like, give her Batman. I'd like to see what that looks Chelsea like. Kane's batman why yeah, not give her wonder woman give her give her fucking whatever i mean dude. like it's not like yeah it, it, yeah i she's really good she's super good she is super good yeah and uh, yeah I, I am super curious to see who replaces tom king but yeah put chelsea kane on something cool god yeah who are they gonna follow up tom king with okay let's do a little thing. bendis brian michael bendis no, he's literally everywhere yeah, why not because they'll, they'll stretch him too thin like butter over too much bread yeah but uh like butter over, over too, too much, much bread, bread. But uh, Give me the uh, ring I mean, like the Leviathan's gonna be rat. Gonna Why be do you say it then. like that, Leviathan? It's Leviathan. not like Leviathan. Leviathan. Le- Leviathan. Yeah, you've been saying Leviathan like it's like a TV like telecon. Yeah. Welcome to Leviathan. Welcome to Leviathan. Welcome to the marathon. Let's speculate on who who could be who could who could take up the mantle of like. I actually honestly don't know. I don't really know enough about. DC's biggest writers right now, right? Yeah, I can't. It is literally Tom King. Yeah, it's like Tom King and Scott Snyder and Bendis and Bendis. But and Bendis can't do Superman and Batman. And Scott Snyder's gonna not gonna go back. Yeah, he's not gonna go back. So yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe do you think they'll poach? Maybe somebody? a no name. Maybe they'll poach someone from Marvel. Yeah, you maybe think they'll, they'll be poach like Tony Cates. 
Donny Cates, Dan Slott. Oh God, please no. no. Donny Cates would be good though. Yeah, I think. I'm imagining Dan Slott like what's a, what's a street in Gotham? <laughs> Not Yancey. Yeah. but like I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do know. This is Wayne Street. <laughs> this is Wayne Manor. When you part of Wayne Manor, why I wanna? <laughs> nah, everyone sucks in Gotham. They wouldn't even lift. Yeah, no, they would like. So they, yeah, they they would just watch someone get stabbed and be like, yeah, no, that's fine. Welcome to Yancey Street, well, motherfucker. What were you thinking? So that's it for this week. Yep. Uh, I have been Jarrett Moore. And I am perpetually Dan McHugh. Um, have a great day. Have a great day.